podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week and we rant along the way we're here every single thursday well most thursdays <laughs> thursday nights at 8 p.m eastern joining me as always is sarge mccluskey how's it going bro nope you're muted and the sound starting off Medi 2019 <laughs> he's the shenanigator shenanigator He's the person who investigates shenanigans. That's who oh, he is. Instigates. In, instigates. Uh, instigates. Uh, okay. <laughs> in, 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 instigates. This is season number five, episode 154, the first episode of 2019. Happy New Year, everyone. If you haven't seen you since then, appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out with us. This is Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. 43 weeks of the 52 for the year. We're averaging 43 episodes a year, every year. Um, and we're starting our fifth season, so that's crazy. We we are possibly just shy of 200 episodes at the end of this year. Just shy of 200 episodes. Um, on today's show, we're going to be talking... There's some big news about Destiny. Big news. Okay. Can, uh, you, just put a, can you just put a picture of a dumpster fire in the corner? <laughs> Just I, we could permanently we could just permanently uh, we could also uh talk about destiny the the dumpster fire sarge is talking about the the new no no niobe raid or i'm sorry it's not even a raid niobe labs we're going to talk about that uh we're going to talk about i call it gamer girl gate okay we're going to talk about that uh we're going to talk about the cfos leaving these are all news stories that have happened in the past three weeks guys that we haven't talked about on this show. Uh, we're going to talk about the mobile gaming market in general, okay, of all these games that are coming out. We're going to talk about Activision's scummiest move, in my opinion, ever by talking about a red dot, okay? We're going to talk about the shit show that took, that took Fallout 76. Fallout 76 had this by the balls as the most hated game of 2018 but no someone comes in at the last second to take that title away from them and that is atlas the early access game and then we're going to talk about if you want to get partnered you better start taking off your tops people because twitch knows how to get people partnered okay we're going to talk about all these if we don't get to any of these or if we don't get to some of these i believe that was accidental partnership yeah accidental partnership yeah, they, can't, they can't say that because of nip she got partnered it was because of accidental oh, right. nips right. that she got partnered. Right. Uh, yeah, that's, so there's a big difference. If we don't get to any of these stories, these stories will be on the audio version of the podcast because we're only in a two-hour slot here uh, that we try. We try not to go over the two the two-hour slot. All right. So I'm gonna bring up the first story for us here, which I mean is like brand spanking new. This news. Uh, 
given to us by uh, Duplis. Duplis the Ghost sent me this. This is Destiny's new... They just posted this. They just posted this two hours ago. Okay, it says... When we first launched our partnership with Activision in 2010, the gaming industry was a pretty different place. No shit, right? Like 2010, that seems like an eternity ago. As an independent studio setting out to build a brand new experience, we wanted a partner willing to take a deep leap of faith with us. We had a vision for Destiny that we believed in, but the launch of the game of that magnitude, we needed the support of an establishing publishing partner. With Activision, we created something special. To date, Destiny has delivered a combination of over 50 million games and expansions to players all around the world. More importantly, we've also witnessed a remarkable community, tens of millions of Guardians, strong. Rise up and embrace Destiny to play together, to make and share memories, and even to do truly great things and reach far beyond the game we share, to deliver a positive impact on people's everyday lives. Now, I will say, Destiny has done that. But that is not really because of Destiny. It's because of the people that play Destiny. Anyway, we've enjoyed a successful eight-year run and would like to thank Activision and their partnership on Destiny. Looking ahead, we're excited to announce plans for Activision to transfer the publishing rights for Destiny to Bungie. With our remarkable Destiny community, we are ready to publish our own while Activision will increase their focus on, on own IP projects. The planned transition process is already underway, and in early stages with Bungie and Activision, both committed to making sure that the handoff is as seamless as possible. With Forsaken, we've learned and listened and learned into what we believe our players want from a great Destiny experience. Rest assured, there is more on the way. We'll continue to deliver um, exist on existing Destiny roadmap, and we're looking forward to releasing more s seasonal experiences in the, up in the upcoming months, as well as surprising our community with some exciting announcements about what lies beyond. Uh, thank you so much. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So I want to say I stand corrected. Okay. Yeah, I, you were wrong about this one. You, I, I mean, I was, was wrong. Good, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good assessment, but I, it was, I, it thought, was I thought that the IP because of Activision coming out and because of the contract that Destiny got with the, um, what was the, uh, the company that got them to do the, the, the mobile games over in China? Uh, I forget what it was. I'm sure someone will, will say it. Um, but anyway, because they got that big check and they're becoming their own publisher, that's what Bungie always wanted. They wanted to be their own publisher, and Microsoft didn't want them to, to do that, right? That's why they left Microsoft, and they became they came to Activision. So they had to put more eight more years in, and they got it. I thought, and I said this openly, um, that they would sell the IP to Destiny because I saw the way they were changing Destiny as like an Activision, as a black, you know, as a Call of Duty type game, because Call of Duty is going down except for this year they changed it a little bit uh and i thought they were going to change the ip that's why they hired high moon studios uh to help them and stuff and i thought they were going to take over so i stand corrected these are one of the times i've been wrong sarge this is one of the times i've been wrong and look what it i'm happens. doing and look what i'm doing i'm amazing. owning it and i'm owning it right yeah so unlike other people we'll get to in later stories so bungie's taken back destiny they're taking back destiny and this i have to admit is a positive and good thing. Um, so I don't know what you guys think in chat, if, if you care or not care, but I think because they're their own publisher now, they, they're not underneath the grappling hook of Activision. So Not yet. They're, they're in the works. Well, in the works. They're trying. Right, they're in the works. But think about this, Sarge. The reason the Eververse is in inside Destiny is because of Activision, right? Uh, yeah. So 
going forward, you would hope, you would hope, because of the annual passes, right, the seasonal pass of Destiny going forward, that would cover all the microtransactions and stuff, and that they would take all the stuff that you can collect in the Eververse and just put it in the game so you can collect it on at normal at a normal rate. You know what I'm saying? Like an actual game. So I'm going to follow this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what happens. This is big news. I'm excited for this because now... It only took and it only took six days into the new year, right? Well, or ten days. Ten days. Ten, ten days. days to the new year. Now I'm excited because if if this works out and they start producing their own thing and they are they're publishing it, okay, themselves in the in the works, that maybe Destiny will actually they can do what they want. Now they have no excuse. They have no excuse once they're the publisher of their own game to be like, well, this person ruined it for him or this person did said this. It's in house. It's all inclusive into Bungie itself. So now the only person they can blame or scapegoat on is themselves, right? They can't get away from it. So that's story number one going into. Do you have any thoughts of this, Sarge? Yeah, I'm hoping that the, whatever game they're doing for China does well so they can microtransaction yeah, the crap game. out of China since right. Chinese guys don't care about microtransactions, apparently. And then they use that money to make the game that Americans want, which is a full price game that I get to play until I'm done with it and then I walk away. What? Well, I wouldn't say just Americans. I would say like the rest of the world. Like, there's a lot of people that play this game uh, around the world. Oh, would you say the Western world? Is that what you want to say? Would you say the Western world? Yeah, the Western. Because world. I don't have I don't have statistical data, but I do know that if 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 Blizzard can get on a stage, announce a game that shits on everyone's face, and then their response is, "Don't you guys have phones?" Like that's the answer because we all want to play on a five and a half inch screen when we have four thousand dollar computers. I I would hope companies like this. And I'm, I'm, I'm giving a lot of credit to Bungie if they do this. If Bungie makes that contract and they do make the mobile phones, and the mobile phones make enough money mo- where they can fund their projects and not microtransaction or loot box the regular gamers, then I say that's cool, right? Because I think it's okay. But that's a NIMBY. So you're doing a NIMBY, not in my backyard. You're okay with microtransactions if it goes to uh, them, th- but— No, no, no. Not on mobile, us. no, for mobile. What I'm saying for, for mobile, mobile. microtransaction on mobile devices to me are fine. Like if they do a, a Destiny version on the mobile, okay, and they microtransaction the shit out of it, cool. But for consoles and PCs, okay, I don't think they should ever put microtransactions or loot crates if you're charging a full charge price, a uh, full fledged price of the game, right? If if you're a mobile phone. Most mobile games are free, or they're like $3 or $5, right? The game itself is a microtransaction on the mobile phone. So if they do that, I think that would be okay, right? Uh, Dupla says, no more need for Bungie to feel like they have to rush shit out. Well, yes and no, right? They, one, you're, you're absolutely correct, right? So now they don't have this timetable. They still have investors, Mind you, they still have investors, right? They just don't have the publishers and stuff. Investors are the ones that are going to be like, well, when's this thing coming out? When's this thing coming out? Because they're publishing their own game, they still have they still have investors into their games, into their hands uh, to push stuff out. So, But you're absolutely correct. You're, you don't have a third party. It's all in-house now. It's all in-house. The investors are in-house. So that, that'll be good. Making mobile phones for, for an app? Uh, no, they're making they're making video games 
for for the East. Uh, they they signed a contract earlier last year, midway through last year, where they got I forget what the the it's like a hundred and forty eight billion dollar contract or something like that. Uh, yeah, NetEase uh, is paying them so they could make a game uh, for them. So I guarantee they're probably making Destiny for mobile or something like that. I'd rather price the game, go up in, in price a little bit, but not have all the wallet, uh, walled, guarded microtransactions, pay-to-win crap that's really hurting the game, in my opinion. Uh, for mobile, I agree. A game is free or a buck, it's okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, I think if you're on a mobile device and it's free, and even if it's a free game on a console, okay, if it's a free game on the console and you want to microtransaction me, microtransaction me, not macrotransaction me, then that's a, that's a whole nother story. Yeah, but the whole reason the whole reason why a mobile phone is 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 free to play is because nobody wants to spend twenty thirty dollars on a game for their fucking phone. Right. Right. That's right. the whole idea. Like, why am I buying a game for my fucking phone when I got a three thousand dollar computer at the house? And I got a game system in my house. So the game is free, and then you microtransaction me because they have to make money. Right. right? I get it. it's an introduction to the game, and then if you like it, you'll pay into it. That's the, that's the that's the psychology behind it, right? right? Whereas for the for the standard game, I'm looking for a product. I'm in the market for an RPG. How about you, bro? Okay, I want an RPG. I'm looking around for an RPG. Can I get an RPG, please? No. We've got first-person kind of RPGs, and then we've got games that are RPG-related, but not a true RPG. But I want to get it in as many hands as possible. I charge you $60, and if the game's good enough, I make a DLC. Not to separate the community, but to continue the story of the game I'm in, right? I have no problem with DLC in a game. It right. means the game did well. We've got a shit ton of money. Let's continue on with the game. There's there's a difference, though, when you play a single-player game, like let's say like Borderlands or Skyrim or Fallout or God of War or Spider-Man, because when DLC comes out for that, you're not splitting up the player base, right? You're not splitting up the player base. What the problem is, a lot of these companies are making single-player games are still microtransactioning, right? So with these online service games, they can't make DLC for money because if they if they charge money for DLC, then you're splitting up the player base only if only if there's PvP involved. If there's no PvP involved, hence uh, Anthem's coming out, okay? There's no PvP when it comes out. They said it might come down later down the road, but there's no PvP. And they're giving away all the DLC for free, they said, at least in the first year. So, so is Division Two. Division Two is coming out. All the DLC that they're giving out in year one is free. So they're not they're not splitting up the player base. And I think that's cool because like, where do you end it, right? Like, you pay sixty dollars for a video game, okay? How long is that sixty dollars on an online service game, right? I'm, I'm talking about the online, like a Destiny, like a Warframe, like all this other stuff. You pay sixty bucks for a game. How long is that sixty dollars supposed to last, right? Before they can charge you money again for a DLC for for content? You know what I'm saying? Like what? Very, okay, well, it's very simple. They decided how long a game was supposed to be. The AAA gaming industry decided on their own, with no input from the fucking public, that we're going to make a game for $60, or we're going to make it this massive open world. Right. And it's going to be so awesome. You're going to be able to customize whatever you want. The story is going to take you 30 hours if, you're, if you want to burn through it, or 100 hours if you want to do everything. They put that flag in the ground. Right, right. Right? So now that you put that flag in the ground, you can't just say, well, here's a game, $60. You finish it in 15 hours. We're going to microtransaction it, loot box it, going to give you a DLC, but then you're going to put it behind a paywall. Like, 
Everyone, everyone who's alive, who's still fucking alive, who didn't die from the fucking plague, knows that it's fucking bullshit. It's that's <laughs> bullshit. Okay, they set the tone. That wasn't my fault. All right. Now you have to own it. Now you have to own it. Now you have to make good games. I'm sorry. Are, are you are you a gaming developer? I apologize. Am I insulting you? How about you make a fucking good game? What's How about that? Right. Because if you make a good anything in any in any product in the world, if you make a good game or if make a good product, it will sell. Right. If you make a if a crap product, I'm not even talking about video games. I'm talking about anything. If you buy a vacuum that's a shit vacuum, you're not gonna buy that vacuum again. You're gonna take it back to the store and, and get a better vacuum. Right. In video games, you need to make a good game. If you want to make good sales, you make a good game. If you fail, just like anything else in life, and your game fails, you learn from your mistakes of that game. You eat that cost. If I make a mistake in something in a business, if I'm a business owner and I'm and I put my own money up for it and I, I fail at something, I go bankrupt. My business closes. I ma I made a mistake. But if I start another business, I won't make that same mistake again, right? So if they make a game and it doesn't work out, they need to change. They need to change the the model. Um, the games. Okay, finish. finish I, was just, I was just going to answer. Game yes. prices don't need to go up. Okay, there was a video out uh, just recently. A guy actually. This, this has already been answered. This has already been answered. The, the guy multiple times. Yeah, the guy. The guys uh, that did the research. He said the most expensive game on the planet that was made right now was Grand Theft Auto Five. Was the most expensive game ever created. Okay. He said if he took that number. And give worst case scenario to a company like EA, okay? EA would have to make 16 games to lose, making 16 games the price at the price of Grand Theft Auto V to lose money. As a worst case scenario. As a worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Okay. If all games cost just as much as GTA to make. Right. Okay. They would have to make 16 games to lose money. To lose money. Okay. Last year, EA made six games. Six games. Not 16. Okay? So the pricing of games is not as high as everyone says it is. That is something that was thrown out there. So everyone felt like it was it was the it was, it was the defense of, hey, well, they're charging microtransactions. I'm okay with that because the development costs are going up, and that's not the case. The de development costs are not going up. Because 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 twenty somethings and thirty somethings are are economists now, and they know how the gaming market works. Right. Yeah. Listen, the, the reason, monkey, the real reason why that games didn't go up in price, and that, and believe me, we we've been paying attention because we paid forty dollars back when I was preteen, fifty dollars in my high school college years, and then Xbox, and when the Xbox got full fledged, and then games started going to sixty dollars. Now they have gone up. The reason why at this particular moment, this ten-year period or fifteen-year period that they have not gone up, is because the people down the chain are there are more gamers coming in. The the market is increasing exponentially as far as gamers are concerned. So all the all those wallets that are coming in and buying a game that comes out offsets the cost of the actual development. And this has been proven a few times, but I, I agree with you that you would be okay with a price increase, but the market right now wouldn't handle it. Like right. somebody somebody who's trying to buy a video game says you, you tell some kid or his parents that this video game costs like $70, they would say, I'm not buying that for you. Like you're not getting that. There's no way. It, there's a there's a there's a market tolerance for what how, someone will pay for a how game. Much, how much? How? I'll give you I'll give you a good example. Are you gonna do when that? I was when yeah. I, I, when I, I, was, I know. I was just gonna say. It. Go ahead. Yeah. When I was when we 
when we were younger, I was probably about maybe seven or eight years old. I was like younger, probably. We were still. No, I was. I was like five. I was five. Right. So he was like five, and I was like seven or eight. Okay. And my mother, I wanted Yars Revenge for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Okay, back then, and my mother bought Yars Revenge. And and since the time she bought it until until probably until she passes away, hopefully never time soon. But she mentions it every year oh, yeah. she around paid, Christmas time. She paid she paid seventy five dollars right. in nineteen eighty three for Yars Revenge. So if I were to equate that to today's prices, like one hundred twenty dollars, like one hundred and thirty or one hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, for Yars for, Revenge. For Yars Revenge. Yeah. Okay. So let's not get kooky, right? They could do it, but where we are right now, we are, we are on the precipice of games deciding whether or not what they're spending to release a game is worth it because do they have enough people that like that genre of game that are going to purchase it? Right. And so all the game companies oh, – sorry, I don't mean to use infinite those. Most of the game companies are instituting either microtransactions, loot boxes, or a, a season pass DLC plan because they need to make sure that they get as much money as possible. The phrase that all these new guys are using, and it's not the developer's fault, it's the marketing guys. It's the guys that are taking over, okay? That they don't make products, they just know how to manipulate sales. The, the term that is now being used is, is money left on the table. Right. You might hear this in your business classes. You might hear this from uh, other people who are actually work in like, like stocks or bonds, whatever, or, or, or people who are property managers. The money left on the table means that what is the most amount of money we can extract from this product based on what we know of the market right now? And if we're not doing that, if we're not analyzing the product 100% to see what we can maximize profits, that we're leaving money on the table, okay? And they don't. $199. I don't, I don't want to, they don't want to leave any money on the table. So they got it into the CFO's heads or the management's heads that this entire time that they've been selling video games, that they are underselling. We could be getting more money for this product. Right. And now. Thank, thank God, thank God for the internet, okay? Because if not for the internet and not for the actual gaming community, who, who are not uneducated, by the way, they are the most savvy fucking people on the planet because they know about every fucking thing about hardware, software, and every game that's ever come out, okay? Are like, fuck you, okay? I'm not spending full price for a game, and then you're going to nickel and dime me for six months, not to mention that the game isn't done, it's it's right. buggy, and, right. and, and you say you're going to patch it later, and you never patch it. Like, it's complete and total bullshit. So now, the new year has started. We're going to see who's got, the sh who's got the balls. Who's got the balls to release a game that has microtransactions in it either before or after the review because we all know that that's what's going to happen next. Well, Rockstar's already Black doing Ops, that. Black Ops already did it, right? Well, Black Ops didn't put the microtransactions in it until after the reviews were out and now the game was out for a month and then they dumped the microtransactions in. Right. Okay? So this is the new game. So now we're going to lie to the public. We're going to lie to the reviewers. We're going to lie to the people. Oh, by the way, and while we're lying to them, we're going to hype it up real much and do and do pre-orders. Uh, we feel about pre-orders, guys. Fuck pre-orders, okay? Yeah, Fuck pre-order. Pre don't pre-order. Don't ever pre-order ever, because by the way, you're gonna. I, I, I want, I'm still trying to figure out the meme for it. I'm still trying to figure out the meme for it. But if you bought Battlefield Five when it first came out, and then a week later it was half off, you're a douchebag. 
right? And you couldn't get a refund or, 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 or get a better price on it. It was too bad, so sad. Bye. That's yeah. it, right? And so I'm never – no pre-orders, no nothing. I want to see what the game is. I want to see some – I want to see people play it. I want to see it live on TV, right? and not a shill, by the way, not a shill who was flown out there. I want to see Stephen, Bob, Joe, and Mary Lou written. I want to see those people like, I love this game. Look at this game. Look what you can do. I love it. Like, okay, it looks kind of interesting. Let's find out. Not the guy that goes, oh, yeah, they, they flew me out there, and uh, I'm totally non-biased, even though I've got a giant Corvette in my backyard that you can't see because i got the window shade drawn. Like, no, dude. No, yeah. I don't care about your shill fucking thing. I want to know if the game is fucking good, okay? And you know who's scared shitless right now? EA is scared shitless right now because Anthem's on deck. Yeah. Anthem, Anthem's I'm, on deck. I'm excited but not excited for that. But we'll, but let's let's not get off topic. Let's get off topic. The next topic I want to talk about, the next topic I want to talk about is Destiny's, I don't know how you would call this. It, it's a dumpster fire, okay? I'm going to take a little bit of um, Jason Schreier's article here. Um he talks about Destiny 2's puzzle uh, stumps players, okay? So I'm just going to paraphrase and stuff off of his article uh, so you guys know the gist. So on Tuesday, Destiny did a, uh, a a reset for the week, okay? And they came out with the fourth forge or a final activity. Okay? And inside the Black Armory content pack, we're in week five now, right? Week five. Uh, they came out with this thing called Niobe Labs. The puzzle turned out to be super hard, okay? So it came out at 1 o'clock on Tuesday at Reset, and I watched four different groups go at it, okay? As, as, as just watching them, not at it. They weren't competing. They were, they, were. But they were, but they weren't. You know what I'm saying? So I watched King of Thalion's group. I watched Professor Broman's group. I watched St. Odorage's group, and I watched Datto's group, okay? Then later on, when two of them bailed out i picked up glads so i watched glads group as well uh so i watched five different streaming groups try to do this puzzle and the first the first four were like super smooth right like you did the puzzle it spat something out at you they took that clue and then inputted it back in to decipher it and it was it was going good right it looked like a fun event okay now i didn't play it I was just a spectator, just like if I watched a football game and I'm giving you a review of the football game. Um, so this is what they did. So they're trying to solve a puzzle using, like, you had to use certain weapons that you got from the forge because when you look through the, when you when you brought up the site, it would you could only see it through the actual lenses and stuff, which was pretty cool, cool effect and stuff like that. Then they got to five and they figured it out, and then they got to six, and six was like this stump, and they got there. I would say around, let's say, ten o'clock at night. I would say. So they got through the first five in like eight hours, right? And then at like nine or 10 o'clock, they got to six. And then at two o'clock, they were still at six. And then at eight o'clock in the morning, they finally got through six because, and this is where I said I'm out because a developer from Bungie chimed in and started giving hints on Twitter. And then this is where the community kind of took it out of, you know, and it was like the worst game of telephone ever, okay? So the developer started giving it uh, hints, okay, clues out, and said some people – It's a real, he said it's really easy. Some people can't see the forest through the tree, right? And everyone's like, oh, what is that? And they, they started, like, trying to figure out stuff. And then his next thing, because someone tweeted him, and then he tweeted back, okay, he said, well, it's easily Googleable. And, and I went, I'm out. 
I'm out. If I have to, that, if, that's bullshit. If I have to be in a game, if I have to be in a game, okay, and I have to Google something, okay, to figure out a clue in the game, then you've just taken me completely out of the lore. You've taken me completely out of everything, right? I I said that in in Lono's chat like three o'clock in the morning. I said uh, maybe it's the ramen noodle uh, ticket that we got from Kate a couple of months back. Maybe that's the clue. Um, they 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 screwed this up in my opinion. When the developer came in, because you have to think, maybe the guy that that gave the hint was the guy that made the puzzle, right? And he was looking at it in his house, and this is just me speculating, right? He was looking at them doing this puzzle and was like, ah, oh, it's so easy. I made it so easy. All you got to do is just gotta, you got to stand on the butterfly and shoot the tree. You can't see the forest through the tree. And he thought in his head that it was like super easy. They would figure it out. But they hit a wall for 12 hours on this on this puzzle, right? And so much so they're like, how, how are you supposed to know you're supposed to do that and, uh, on this? And they were they were just – they were – Freaked out, so he stopped doing. It. And then another developer came in and said, "Stop, stop!" Told the other guy to stop tweeting like hints. Okay, so then I slept for four hours. I came back up. I woke up at eight o'clock. Lono was still at it. Okay, still at it. Data was still at it. They're still playing. Okay, I think Lono went for thirty-four hours straight, but twenty-seven or twenty-eight hours on the actual puzzle. Okay, or something. Like, yeah, twenty-eight hours on the, on the puzzle. They got to seven, and then around three o'clock in the afternoon, Bungie tweets out, okay, Bungie tweets out and says, we're opening the forge at 5.30, right? They threw in the towel. They said, fuck it. No one can figure it out. We made it too hard. This is a this is a failed attempt, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they just opened the forge. And I thought this was a bigger fuck up than them putting this event in, okay? So now let's talk about the event. The event itself was supposed to be cool, right? Like you get in. The mechanics and stuff I think are fantastic. I think they're awesome. I think they're really cool to have in the game. I think I think the execution was terrible. I think it was used at the wrong time, okay? I think it was used at the wrong time. I don't think they should have put this in front of the Forge. I think they should have made it a community effort, meaning anyone that's playing the game does something in the game, okay, as a community, so let's say the other three forges are already open. I've only done one forge. I haven't even done the other two. Okay? But to do a round or completion of the forge, you have to do three rounds. Well, how hard would it have been to say to open the last forge, you would need to put some lore in there and say we need a super amount of power, something that only the guardians could do. Okay? And by completing a, a round of the forge, the first three forges, it doesn't matter which one you did, right? So let's say you did one, someone else was doing two, someone else was doing three, and they combine their efforts of throwing the balls into the thing, and then like a level is going up. And it once it hit like a million power, right? Like a million matches or something, might have taken three days or something, boom. The fourth forge opens, the doors open, people can go in, and they do the fourth forge. They would feel accomplished because the whole community contributed to opening the fourth forge right, right instead instead they pick one percent of one percent right, they pick the one percent was right to open up the forge for everybody else right so right it's the one percent originally starting right the, the hardcore guys that were coming in everyone could try it but after three hours everyone's like no nah, I'm, I'm out and they started dropping yeah. off like flies like a marathon right and then the one percent of the one percenters were the ones trying to complete it and everyone's like 
there's there's people that dropped out and they're like, well, it's very unhealthy that what they did and blah 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 with the, the 34 hours and the 24 hour streams is very unhealthy. And this is coming from people that have done 24 hour streams before, okay? Which I thought was kind of you know whatever first of all let's let's get off the fact of i didn't sleep for 24 hours in the military they make you sleep don't sleep at all they put you through training no one dies right okay no one just flat out dies from not from not sleeping just because you're playing a fucking video game all right one guy did he was up for, th for three days and didn't eat that's a different story okay so let's drop that let's drop well, the fact that you can't sleep they wanted to complete it right they're hardcore I want to solve the, the problem. Hardcore. I was good for him. I was up yes. until four o'clock this morning yeah. going, "Come on, guys! Yeah. You got this!" Yeah, it I was playing the game. It was an I'm event. For him. Yeah, it was an event. But I think it was it was it was bad because the way they were doing it, the way they were doing it was that they were competing with each other, and then they got in the Discord with each other, like, "Hey, did you try this?" Like they were coming. The, the streamers were coming together as one unit going hey did you try this yeah i tried that did you try this yeah i tried that did you try this yeah i tried that right and they were trying to figure this puzzle out and then the bungee comes over and says and kicks him in the nuts right punches him in the face kicks him in the nuts and says we're just going to open the door right because right? we don't want anyone we don't want anyone to have to work for anything because the community's upset because they're going to cry right okay let's let's go back in time just a little bit bro Let's go back in time. How long did it take Vault of Glass this, to be solved? This is the perfect. Re this is the okay. perfect example. How, how long? How long did it take the Vault of Glass to be solved? Well, the Vault of Glass. No, not the raid. The raid itself only took like twelve hours, right? Which was yeah. half the time. But yeah, here's a good point. Perfect, Sarge. Thank you for bringing it up. Right? The Vault of Glass, the raid, or the King, King's Fall, uh, Crota, Wrath of the Machine, Leviathan raid, and the new one that right took them a, a lot of hours to do. This took, without, without anyone crying. Right. This one took longer than all of those, and it wasn't even a raid. It wasn't a raid. Okay? Here's here's the issue. This is a puzzle that's sort of like what the Vault of Glass was. Right? People beat the Vault of Glass. But within the Vault of Glass, there was other things to find. There was other things to do and try to open up other other kind of little puzzles and different events and try to find the sixth chest and the seventh chest that no one found. There was no seventh chest. Here's the issue. They put something like that in front of something that you already paid for, right? Like the Vault of Glass, you paid for Destiny. You played through Destiny. You played through the story. You played through the endgame content. You played through Vault of Glass. You completed Vault of Glass. And then within the Vault of Glass itself, there was still other stuff in there, right? But they time-gated it behind something else that only the 1% of the one percenters were completing at that time. And then everyone that paid for their, their, their stuff was like, well, when do I get to play the content that I played? Because there are people that were up enough where they could complete the next Forge. But we all had to wait for the next thing. This is why I thought, great idea, but put in the wrong place at the wrong time. They could have made this next week's launch or two weeks from now and they just drop niobe labs and you don't know what it is they don't tell you anything about it it's a puzzle you got to figure it out okay but right it's okay for it to be a puzzle but where are the hints in the game if it's just a still photo of three swords with the little emblems on it and that's it there's nothing else around there's nothing right. else to put together there's there's nothing generic. in the game for people to go i found something new let's put this picture with this picture like nothing it was some dude who knew the puzzle, and because it's in his mind, nobody tested it out. Of course, in the in the in the in the office, to like let 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 Chuck make a puzzle. He's good at him, and then no one 
figures right. out if, if it's actually doable or not. Right. Like, because you didn't understand the, you don't understand the reference. Like, it's got to be doable. Once again, which side are we on? Is it for the casual? Is it for the hardcore? Or is it for the community? Let's pick a side. Yeah. Because if it's for the community, then the community would have had a great time all banding together, putting together puzzle pieces, yeah. and trying to figure out with each other and helping each other out. That was what you everybody want. That's what everybody wanted. Now, but instead, we narrow the field. Right. Okay. We. It's not. It's too vague. There's no hints. And then you just say, after people have put in hours and hours of their time, you just say, "Fuck it, it's open." Like you don't respect gamers' time. That, that's the you thing. You don't respect yeah. the time. Yeah, that, that, that's 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 the thing. So, um, what this is when when once they said they were going to open the vault. When they said they were going to open the vault, Sarge, I was like, oh, I felt so bad. Lono is a good friend of mine. I cringed. I cringed. Yeah, I, and Lono's, Lono, Lono and Glad and them, they were like, you know, we're not mad. We're just disappointed, right? They're disappointed. I was mad for them because I was like, this is a kick in the nuts, man. This is literally Bungie kicking you in the nuts. And I've always said, I've said for the four years, I said Bungie doesn't respect the player's time. They don't. They don't respect the player's time. And this right here just put it in a nutshell. Put it in a nutshell, in a nutshot, right? They didn't respect – people were up trying to complete this thing for 30 hours, okay? The community – there was Give 45 – right. Give them a bone. Throw it, them a bone. It would have been so much better if they were doing this and they just every hour put a hint, right? Put a hint, right? Every hour on Twitter, put a hint. Do something along the lines. Let them try to figure it out as, as, a, as a thing. But no, instead, they show – to me – they went like this. They went, here's, I always use the wizard analogy from Wizard of Oz, right? The wizard's behind the curtain, and they just went, hey, guys, uh, we're going to shut down the game now, okay? And then close back to the curtain. It's like, um, who the fuck was that? Oh, that was the creator. Um, and the creator just shit on your face because he doesn't care about your time. Your 30 hours that you're doing here, the 1,000 hours that you're doing to get this gun or to get this uh, perk or to get this mod or to get this thing, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters because at the end of the day, Okay, yes, you're having fun playing the game, okay, but they've done it once, they've done it twice, okay, and now they've done it three times on major major events. People don't remember it, but in Destiny 1, when you had your exotics before um, the quota came out, uh, Dark Below, they resetted all the exotics, right? You leveled up all the exotics, okay? They resetted them, okay? I spent like 300 hours in three months, okay? In three months, 300 hours, leveling up all my exotics, and they erased them. They erased them to reset for me to start again, right? And they're like, oh, it's no big deal. No, it is. I spent 300 hours to play your game, and you just resetted it. And then Destiny 1, after three years, they said, you know what? We're resetting everything about you. We're resetting your guardian. We're resetting – there's no weapons. We're blowing them all up, and it's all part of the story. And you lost your light for literally 27 minutes in the main story, okay? And you lost the guns so they could bring it back through drip content over the next year and a half, right? Getting the same weapons for exotics and stuff from D1 that they deleted to bring back into D2. Okay, I said I said they would do this. And now here's the guys trying to do something for the community, feeling pressured, feeling pressured because they know because the raid happened and whoever beat the raid opened up the Dreaming City for everybody. And now this was opening up the Last Forge for everybody. So, of course, they were going to go for it, right? They set the tone. Bungie set the tone because whoever beat this was going to be in the lore forever. And now there's going to be an asterisk next to it, okay, because no one beat it. 
and no yeah. one and no one cares to beat it yeah. now because there's Barry no point. Bonds, right. Barry Bonds, Mike McGuire, there's, Demi Sosa. There's not there's no point now to beat it, right? Yes, there's gonna be an emblem. Yes, there's gonna be an exotic weapon in there. But people are just like, whatever. Like, I don't care. We just we just watch streamers bleed from the eyes, and you just said we're just gonna open the door, right? And and here's the best part. Yes, the fourth forge is kind of different because it's got levels and holes and different bosses and it's more widespread and it mechanically mechanically it's almost the exact same. You're taking a ball and you're throwing it into the forge, right? So basically all these people did the exact same thing, worked for 30 hours to try to complete this thing to throw balls back into the exact same thing the other three were already doing, okay? Great, great concept of the puzzle. What's my prize, though, bro? What poor, do I get for doing the forge? Well, it doesn't matter, Sarge, because even if you do the forge and you get all the weapons and you get all the cool things that glow on it, when Destiny 3 comes out, everything's gone. I guarantee it. They're going to reset everything. They're going to reset everything again. And it's going to be like and, – and, and people are okay with this. People are okay with this. Can you, no, I don't think they are. No, there are. There's no, plenty no, of people no, that are no, like, no, I don't no, want to use no, a gun that's no, like seven years old. The population base who is still playing the game doesn't have a problem with it. But the large group of people who love Destiny originally, who wanted this game to be something that it's not, are like, I'm not doing it. They, I'm not doing it. They could have. So they, they might. They listen. They might have exactly the people they want now. I'm happy for them. Sure. They might. They might have exactly the people they want right now to continue on with the game. I. I don't want a C tweak. I don't want a Fatebringer type gun. I want Fatebringer. I want Fatebringer. I want, I want the uh, Icebreaker. I want the Galahorn. And the only reason these guns don't exist anymore is because of PvP. That's the only reason. The only reason these guns don't exist in the world right now is because PvP. They're like, well, no, they were too OP. Let me tell you something. Your Guardian right now in Destiny 2, okay, is 10 times more powerful Okay, then the Galahorn was. You could literally melt bosses in like seconds on certain strikes and stuff, which you could have done with the Galahorn back in the day, and now you're doing it with your throwing knives and a fucking hand blast. Okay, like think about that. You could destroy anything in the game right now. You're so much more powerful right now in Destiny. So, look, I applaud Bungie for making a puzzle like this. Okay, I'm not mad at them for making a puzzle like this. I'm not mad that they put it in the game and do it in drip content. What I'm mad about is putting it in and not sticking to your guns. They've done this multiple times now, and they just shit on the player's time. The game doesn't appreciate your time. The company doesn't appreciate your time. But yet they put out a post, and they're like, oh, we really appreciate you guys coming out and love." If you did, you wouldn't keep taking shit away. All you're telling us now is that you guys are dumb, which they did call us on Twitter. I didn't take offense to it myself. But in Twitter, they said someone asked about the Niobe Labs. They're like, "Well, the Niobe Labs is out right now, and and if you you could try it too if you're smart enough and brave enough." And I'm like, "Whoa, well, there's only one percent of the population doing it right now, so you're just calling the rest of your ninety nine percent of the population dumb? Is that what you just said? Right? Poor choice of words in a tweet, which they knew they did, and they fucking ripped that shit down super fast. But people know, they screenshot that shit. It's in the memory banks, right?" So, again, I, I appreciate what they did. I thought it was just put in the wrong spot. They could have taken this whole thing and put it one week later, okay, after people did the forge, and then all of a sudden the Niobe Labs came out, and they would have been like, oh, what is this? What is this? What happens at the end of Niobe Labs? Does it open, does it open something else? Because right now they knew it opened the, the fourth forge, but now it's they opened the fourth forge, 
So what's the point of Niobe Labs besides getting the, the 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 emblem and the gun or whatever that happens, the exotic weapon? Nothing. Right? Nothing. It's like just another gun to collect. So when they come out with the next gun, you're not using that gun anymore. That's a whole different topic. We'll talk about we'll talk about more. The next conversation I want to have. And guys, if you're new in our channel, my name is 30 and Still Gaming. This is Sarge McCluskey. We do Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Ranting is the thing on this on this podcast, right? Me and Sarge have over 65 years' experience playing video games. I've been playing games since I was four. He's been playing games since he was four, okay? We're brothers, okay? He played four years before I was born, okay? And we've been playing ever since. We've owned every single console, to man, except the Jaguar, okay, the the Atari Jaguar, and we didn't own the Sega Saturn, and we also didn't own. There was one more. It, there was one more that we didn't own. I forget which one it was. Greg had it. No, oh, no, the Neo Geo. Neo Geo. That's it. Yeah, because it was like basically having your own arcade. Correct. Up until now, I now have a PlayStation Four. So I. But, but we played those. We oh played yeah, those I played. I, we I rented played, them. Yeah, yeah. We rented those Simpsons from Blockbuster. We played yeah. them. Sega Saturn was a rich man's console. That's correct. And our friend also had a laser disc back then. It was crazy. Until, yep. Yes. Yes. Until yes, we was, did. Yes, Utopia, we did. Utopia is still one of my favorite games on that system. And Dungeons and Dragons. Right. So our credibility is we're not publicists. We're we're not we're not writers or anything. We're just gamers. We're true gamers. Right. I'm 40 years old. He's older than me. Okay. So we know what we're talking about as far as business gaming. We played them all. Any game that's out now, we've already played in a different type of format. Uh, the next story I want to talk about, Sarge, is I like to call Gamer Girl Gate. Okay. Oh, dude, this is the best, bro. Gamer Girl Gate. Let you, me... know, you know why? I'm, you know why I'm excited about this story? Why is that? Because because it finally outs the shill journalists that call themselves journalists in gaming. That's what I like about this story. Let me bring this. Let me let me bring this this story up here. Uh, okay. So. Here's here's the topic, right? Here's the topic. There was a gamer girl, gamer a gamer tried to go pro by pretending to be a woman, and a scandal exposed an ugly truth about esports. This is one of the articles written before they knew what was going on. Okay, so this kid, uh, his he goes by the name of Punisher. Okay, is a Overwatch player, and this is in the Overwatch. Uh, lower circuit. This is not the pro league. These are people that are trying to reach up to get to the pro league. He's a really good player, okay, but not a good, a good enough player to make the teams, right? So he does an experiment, a social experiment on his own, not telling anybody else, but him and a few of his friends or whatever. And he he plays the game and makes a persona of a girl named Ellie, okay? Goes out, plays Overwatch. If he, if he gets on camera or anything, he uses a girlfriend or a friend. You know, I don't know if it's a relationship girlfriend or just a friend that's a girl, okay, to go on camera and to also speak, right? Because he's he's playing the game. She's just the face, right? So this goes on, and then people want to know who Ellie is because, look, if you play if you play Little League Baseball, okay, or if you play – on a bowling league or if you play something else you know what's going on because that's what you're doing that's your hobby that's your thing you're in you know everything about it you know who's a good player who's a bad player this person's average that person's average this person ellie came out of nowhere okay and then started rising the ranks through everybody and then got put on a team okay same kid 
same talent, okay? But he got put on the team because he was playing as a girl. And there's not many girls that are good gamers, okay? Not to say there's not girls that are good gamers. I'm just saying in the Overwatch, the percentage is like a 2%, okay? There's a full girl team. Uh, I think a Shanghai team that's all full girls. And there's another girl named uh, Gaguri, Gaguri, I think her name is. And she's a really good gamer. And she has been a, a approach of cheating. So they show her hands on the controller. Like when she plays, they show her playing. So you can see that's what she does on herself. She doesn't want the limelight. She just wants to be a good gamer. She doesn't care about being a woman or being a man. So anyway, Punisher created this character, Ellie, rising through the ranks. And then all of a sudden, Overwatch community was like, this is, this is not a girl. We don't know who this is, right? They sniffed it out. They said there's something wrong about this. There's something wrong about the situation. We don't know who this person is. So – they added, they added, okay, so it started a year. A player using the name of Ellie was added to a roster of a semi-professional team and quickly raised through suspicion, okay, as a male player. And then because the community of Overwatch, who knows the community of Overwatch, not these media writers because the media writers are just looking for news, okay, said that these people were being toxic towards a woman, right? Not towards a gamer. They wanted to do that SJW, you know, these gamers, these male gamers are being sexist against this woman, right? And it's like now those stories out, right? And it comes to air that the woman is not a woman. It's a man playing as a woman, right, as a persona. And all these articles are written, okay? All these articles are written, and nobody says redact or take it back. No, apologize. They don't apologize. They say, well, this is exposed to everything now, and, and it shows that the male gamers are, are taking advantage, and this puts a bad spin on, on women. No, you guys are missing the complete point of why he did this. He did the social experiment to show that girl gamers are treated differently. Yeah, they're, they're treated differently. Everyone gets trolled. Come to my chat sometimes. Watch how many people call me bald or, or fat or a or gay man, or, or all this, right? I'm fat. All Balls. these things, right? I'm fat. They, they, they say all this stuff, right? Get over it. That's just what happens. What do you think happens when your kid goes to school and someone picks on him, right? It's the same thing, okay? It just happens. It's life. It makes you stronger or weaker, whichever way you prefer to, to, to take it, okay? Anyway, he proved that a girl with less talent, because he was less talented than the other people and couldn't make the pro team, okay? His same skill level, guy, same skill level, now he's a girl, okay? Now this one rises up, and he's put on a semi-pro team that he couldn't make as a man, but now made as a girl, right? So he proved the point of girls are treated differently. Yes, they might get picked on and like, show me your boobs, or hey, sexy, what's your, you have a boyfriend, and all this other stuff, or you're disgusting things that people say. But the fact is that they rise up because... Companies see that there's not many girl gamers, and they can use that girl gamer as a pedestal to produce more promote. money, promote, get more things. I mean, I think it's the Shanghai team, but it's all girls in Overwatch. They're not bad gamers, okay? But they're not the best gamers, right? They're not they're not in the top ten at any time, but they're there, and they're just a spot in that in that spotlight, okay? Just to have promotions and PR and and things to talk about. I'm tired. My point of this whole thing is I'm tired of the SJWs doing stuff like this by looking at every little bit of thing. 
They take a stance on something that they have no proof on. No proof. Okay, meanwhile, the community that's hardcore in that is like, this is not a girl. There's something fishy about this. And they're like, ah, okay, just but, because it's a girl rising okay, but, up in the ranks. But, let's, but let's, let's prove the point. You're a journalist. Did you do any fact-checking at all? Did you do any kind of research at all before you published the story to try to, to write a narrative about something that didn't need to be written about? One of the guys, no, not. One of the guys said, he goes, well, sometimes you're under crunch time. One of the, one of the writers said, sometimes you're under the crunch time and you can't— and you, you don't check your you don't you, check you contact. No, he said you contact the person, but sometimes they don't get back to you and you have to run the story anyway. And I'm like— Bullshit. I'm Bullshit. like, well, then you shouldn't run the story. Bullshit. You shouldn't run the not, story. That is not the code of journalism. Right. You, you shouldn't cannot, run the story you then. You cannot publish a story without fact-checking it and having proof of before you strike the story. Right. Right. Bullshit. You, you have to have two sources at least. And if you don't if you don't have it, then it doesn't get it doesn't get added. It's not like you're printing paper anymore. It's not like these these internet articles have to get their article out because they have to print it on the printing press and it's it's a final thing because they have to make a carbon copy of it and then place it on the thing and then run right. it through a million papers. No. Yeah. They're literally hitting send. And it posts on the virtual computer on the internet. They don't have to run it right then and there. They can hold back and wait till the story is actually written properly before they announce something going, well, Overwatch people are just sexist. All these male gamers. Let me tell you something. Okay. I would have, I loved, okay. I still love when my wife plays video games. Okay. She doesn't play many video games anymore. Okay. She used to love playing Mario, Mario Kart and stuff. She'll play it every once in a while. Right. We had something in common, but as you get older, shit gets in the way. She doesn't play as many video games anymore, okay? Don't you think in any shape or form that any male that sees a girl playing a video game is not going to be like, you suck, right? Maybe in a jokingly manner because he wants to bone her or maybe date her, okay, and go, hey, you suck at the video game. You want some practice? I could show you a couple moves. You know what I mean? Like, they could do something, anything like this. You know what I mean? It, it, you thought I was gay? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's 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 funny because of course guys don't care. Most people, the percentage that these SJWs pick on, okay, the percentage of the of, of the of what they're picking on is like the two percenters, okay, the two percenters of the of the thing. Like, if one person says something racist or sexist, and he's an Overwatch player, doesn't mean that all males that play Overwatch are sexist. Do you know what I'm saying? They take this and the journalists run wild with it because they're like, well, there goes another white guy who's sexist against women because he thinks women can't do as things that guys can do. And it's like, no, let me tell you something. Before 10 years ago, okay, when I used to, well, actually, well, it's longer than 10 years ago. I, I graduated like, like college 20 years ago. When I was in high school and I played video games, I would go home Okay, play video games and come back on the weekend. Everyone's like, hey, what'd you do? I was like, oh, I was playing some video games this weekend. Not many people played video games back then. Okay, you were a dork and a nerd if you played video games. Okay, full out. Right. No girl would talk to you because you played video games. Okay, now it's like the opposite. Right. If you don't play video games, you're a dork. Right. It's like it's, it's completely flopped. And I'm like, I don't understand it anymore. Like when I played video games, I was a, a, a nerd. Now, if you don't play video games, you're a nerd and you're out of, out of the. It's just very weird, okay, that – right, Big Bang Theory. It's just very weird to me that the 1% or 2% of the – even if it's 5%, it's such a small percentage of the whole of the whole realm, and they, they run the story on that. They don't run the story on the 95% of the people that are not sexist, right? They run the story on the 5% of the people that are sexist, right? And that's a huge problem, and everyone needs to, to figure out what's going on, and they've, they're, they're making it really hard for women. No. 
No, they're not. He's, he did a test on purpose to show the fact that it is unfair. It is unfair. You could be a semi-good player as a man and never get discovered and be a semi-good girl gamer, okay, and push ahead of everybody else because of your sex, right? And that is the story that he was trying to prove. Anyway, he took it down. He's not doing it and then exposed that he did it. I, I want I want the all these people that ran the stories. The Washington Post ran this freaking thing, okay? I want I want apologies. I want I want to be like, hey, sorry we ran this story. We didn't know our shit when we ran it. You know right. what I mean? Like I want something to be said. It's 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 very irritating. The difference between us talking about it and them is they don't have big sponsors. Like if I go to this person's website, there's. 15 sponsors and advertisers on the side of the page because that's how they make their money, right? 30% save on Office Depot Office Max supplies, right? There's nothing running on my shit, okay? I can say what I want. It's my opinion. They're running for a company and writing for a company, and they're stating stuff that's not fact and making it facts, right? That's that's actual fake news. Right, fake news. Absolutely 100% fake, fake news. So, Sarge, go ahead and take the next story about the CFOs. Oh, it's just not—it's not really a huge thing. Oh, it's actually I, I, really I think, huge. I think, I think it's interesting. So both Blizzard and Activision both lost their CFOs in the same week or ten days. Within period. A, within like a week of each other, yeah, okay. like eight days. So the the CFO is the guy in charge of actual money, like what they do with their money, like in either investment wise or how how it's uh, recycled in the company or where it goes. So the one guy—I'm not even going to mention names. I don't because I, I don't think he deserves it. So the one guy was actually looking for another job while he was under contract with Blizzard. And so they let him go, supposedly. The other person was let go, and the person who stepped in was somebody who was in charge of running a bank. Okay? So this lets you know that whatever was going on in the last 18 months wasn't going well for the CFOs, or they weren't doing their job correctly. So now they got rid of them. Okay? because they weren't doing a good enough job. The issue here though is when you fire a CFO, that means you're restructuring. That means stuff's gonna happen, right? And this story might be out of order, but that's why the first story we did today was the split of Activision and Bungie. And Bungie's trying to pull away from Activision and be their own entity, all right? And these are all big things because if other people are now put in charge of this position, then we might see things swing either worse than the direction they were going because they weren't doing it well enough, such as microtransactions uh, or, or DLCs, or not DLCs, or, micro or loot boxes, or they're switching it over to where they know that they're in trouble and they have to put somebody in charge that's actually a developer, understands maybe he's a, a, a CPA, or someone that understands money and finance in a, and then is trying to do better for the company outright. Right. Because right now, Everybody's everybody's sweating. Everybody's sweating because the numbers are good on paper for any normal adult who can read. But the numbers on the paper are completely horrible for the hundreds of thousands of investors who want game company stocks to fluctuate by 20 or 30% a year so they can make their money. Make so, all because, the money. so because they're not making these giant swings, okay, they're called unsuccessful. So I, I never knew that if you sold 3 million copies of a game that you were unsuccessful. I always thought that you did pretty well. If you sold 3 million copies of a game that you did pretty well. 
But in today's age, 2018 slash now 2019, if you sell two or three million copies of a game, it's just not good enough. You did not, you did not, you did not uh, supersede the level that we were anticipating. Right. And so you must, ha you must go. Either we get rid of the development team, we split up the development team, we get, we transfer them someplace else, or we get rid of the IP altogether. So I'm curious to know if if we're starting to knock off CFOs in the first week of the year. <laughs> uh, this right. is the first week, people. What's happening in the first quarter? What What's you, happened in the first quarter? What do you what do you think this is going to do to uh, to the structure, right? Because because this goes into this also goes into effect. I know, Activision Activision full blown is going into is is going into damage control mode, and damage control mode when you're when you're a CFO is slashing costs across the board. Right. Okay. And this leads into the next story. I'm not sure if anyone paid attention, but over the Christmas holidays, uh, Activision was offering i'm trying to remember now if it was activision or blizzard i'm getting them confused now because they're both in the same you know it's the same. the same it's, it's blizzard activision right? yeah. blizz right black doe blizz so the the powers that be were offering customer service representatives severance packages to walk away from their job right and and they kept saying no like i don't, don't want to leave i don't want to leave i don't want to leave i like i love my job i like my job i like my job here at activision and so there were anonymous people that after they took the severance, they were they they were interviewed and they were talked by other journalists and they said that they would come back every couple weeks and the price would be higher. So one guy finally said, Okay, so it's what almost you're like saying a, now it's almost like an airline we're trying to get you out of your chair. We'll right, give you same, we'll give you two tickets. We'll give you two tickets right. if you get off the seat right now. Yeah. So what ended up happening was there were people that received full year pay <clears> to leave the company. A full year's pay to walk. Okay, so the guy said that's it's too good to pass up. I'll right. get another job. I can sit I'll on my ass I'll for a year, get another job, and, and make a full I'll salary. I'll take a full year's pay and walk. Now, my question to you is, if if all these companies are in such financial trouble, everyone's in trouble. Right. Right. You just have this these stacks of cash for yearly salaries sitting around. Now, mind you, it's only customer service representative, but I got to figure it's got to be about. 27 30 i would say a little, bit, a little bit more maybe right? more than that it all, all depends it all depends on where you live right i'll, I'll, I'll lowball it but the fact remains is you guys have this money in reserve okay so they have that kind of money in reserve they also have the kind of money to bribe Soderlin to stay <laughs> for his bonus for 20 million dollars and then leaves after after he insults <laughs> the community tells everyone to virtually go fuck themselves and then calls them stupid uh, I'm changing the words, but that's that's what it means blatantly. And then collects twenty million dollars and leaves. Twenty-eight million. I'm sorry, twenty-eight million. Yep. And leaves. He's like, I made all my money. I fucked you all over for the last ten years. Thank you, Activision. Thank you, everybody else. Good night. Twenty million dollars <laughs> and just walks off. And like everybody here is supposed to be like, we're all concerned about where the company's gonna go. Like, I got news for you guys, Activision, Blizzard, and the rest of them do not care about you as a gamer, okay? Right. It used to be we are trying to build a community that wants to buy our products. Those game, those days, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, just those days, those days are now over, right? We are now the cattle that they milk in order to make the money for the investor, okay? And now that the boat is getting a little rocky and they don't have enough cows to get as much milk as they want to. Now, all of a sudden 
the companies that we knew are now going to be restructured. And the next and then the last time I checked, anytime a country restructure, a company restructures and they say they're going to start slashing costs, that means that either game quality comes down, uh, games don't get released on time, they fire a bunch of people. Okay, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a shit show the next couple of months. I, I guarantee it because this is the this is the motion, right? You have people that are are not gamers who are now in charge of development and how they want a pro, uh, how they want a game to be released, not the developer. And so that is why I have a problem. That is why everyone should be interested and in following the news and not just be going, hey, you know. I hate the I hate that game last game, but this next game they made it should be awesome. We should just buy it. No, you should not. You know you should not because in nowhere else in your guy's life and nowhere else can somebody release a shitty product to you, and you just fucking take it and be like, yeah, I'll see you next week to get another shitty product from you. I can't wait to try it. No, you tell them to go fuck themselves. You don't buy it anymore. Right. They go out of business, and somebody else better than them takes their place. That's how it works. So for me, I want to see EA burn. Right, but I think right. they're. I think I, I think they're they're too big to to fail no, though. They're, right? they're not too big to fail yet. The the only reason why EA is not really panicked about Anthem, they're concerned. It's because they have panicked. they have sports. They have the sports section. Yeah. And until until <clears> the court <throat> case is settled with EA versus Belgium, and they prove that they're going to sell gambling to children. Okay, that should be a great court case. I can't wait to read up on that one. When that one finally goes through and EA loses, and they will lose, okay, that that will set off a chain reaction that they can no longer send gambling to children, okay, and that's, then they'll true. they will lose their anchor, and without their little golden goose of sports microtransactions, FIFA and Madden, you can pretty much kiss EA goodbye because they don't have one IP, guys. Think about it, they don't have one IP that anyone gives a shit about. That anyone is waiting to put money down on, right. not one. Well, not one. here here's a fact for you. Uh, Sorlin's uh, bonus that he got was only of sales of 466,000 copies. So, 466,000 copies of a game sold at sixty dollars paid for his bonus. Just let you guys know that. So, when a game comes out, I, I guarantee you that that's what Battlefield Five alone sold. Okay, because Battlefield Five sold like a million copies, if not more. Okay. No, no, they, they say they sold they sold they they sold less than Battlefield Hardline. Okay. Battlefield Hardline sold like two million, three million copies. Right. So they're under they're under that number. Okay. So what I'm saying is Battlefield Five alone paid for paid for his his bonus. Sure. Okay. Easily. Okay. So what, what was the last thing you said? You were you were talking about you were talking. Oh, let's talk about Anthem real fast, right? I've been getting hyped for Anthem. We talked about it like three weeks ago, right? I've seen a lot of footage. I've seen a lot of footage. It looks good. Now, their whole plan here with uh, if you if you're an early adopter, if you're a pre-order, if you did, there's like 15 different ways to play the game before the game comes out and early access. It's like January 25th to the 27th, and then if you did this, it's like the first through the through the third or whatever. Okay, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of different things. I'm not pre-ordering. Now, when I tell you guys not to pre-order, because I'm a streamer, because I'm an enter I'm trying to entertain and uh, uh, and give you guys information, I'm going to play the alpha. Sure, all of you guys should because it's an open beta, okay? 
if the game comes out and I enjoyed the alpha or the beta or the demo, whatever the fuck they're calling it nowadays, okay, I will probably buy Anthem because I am a streamer, okay, because I am a streamer, because I want to provide a service to you guys to come and watch me, ask me questions, see what the gameplay is so you can save your money, okay, but my stance, okay, is that I am not pre-ordering the game, okay, I will buy it at like 11, like 1201 or whatever right before, which I guess is still pre-ordering because it releases digitally, okay, but the fact that I do not pre-order games unless I know I'm going to play them on this actual channel. I still don't pre-order them. I just go to the store and buy it that day. I don't care about the, the early access. I don't care about the, uh, the, the, the things they give you because you're never going to use those weapons. You're never going to use the fucking the, the pieces so of it's gear. A, it's, a, it's a bribe. That's all it it's is. It's a bribe. Right. It's a bribe. So here, here's the thing. Not only should you not buy the pre-order okay, of any game, but Ever. you shouldn't play the game now because of the way the games are coming out okay and they wait till the review process you shouldn't even buy it for the first week for one complete week now because there's three games this past year that dropped and then one week later it went half off okay and that was just in the last three months okay do not buy do not buy or pre-order new games you have so many options to wait because there's millions of streamers that but will go by 30 but i have to have it there's millions of but streamers but there's millions of streamers that are buying the game alone by them just buying the game or giving the game or giving a code. Most of the time, for a lot of these other games, I get a lot of codes for free. Like, I got Atlas for free, thank God, because I didn't want to pay it. Oh, okay. let's not get started on Atlas yet. Okay. Let's hold that pickle back. But, but Anthem, okay, Anthem right now is intriguing me because the gun system in the game is almost to the fact of what I've been talking about for Destiny for four years. Okay, and I'm interested in it. Now, I don't know if it's, like, it might be a great game for 10 hours. It might be a great game for 80 hours. Okay? But well, is what it, happens at the end? What happens at what hour happens 100? At the, when the story is over, what right. happens then? Right. What happens at Apple at, at 100 or 200 hours or 300 hours into it? Right? Where the end game comes. Even though everyone hates Destiny, what Destiny is doing and the, the amount of hours people play that game, and it's not an MMO, and it's just constantly playing, is phenomenal. They're on the forums, they're on the thing, they keep coming back. The, the core crew of Destiny is amazing, and there's a lot of people that hate Destiny, but there's no game out there like Destiny where people are playing it as consistent, okay, with nothing to do. You, do you understand what I'm saying? There's games out there like WoW that have been out for 15 years, and people are playing it, but there's they're, they're constant... They're in trouble now too, but yeah. they got, they're they're in for the, they were in for the long haul. There, there's constant there's constant content coming out. Destiny is doing something that no other game is doing that people that are people coming back and engaging with. That's the market that people want with the online service games with no subscription model, right? With no subscription model. Th this is what BioWare. BioWare is one of my favorite companies when they develop games. They're one of my favorite. I love the Mass Effect series. I like the Dragon Age Origin series. I love Knights of the Old Republic. You know what I mean? Like. They've made some fantastic games, and I would hate to see them fail, okay, because of EA, okay? I, I just can't I, – I, I'm, I'm rooting C. Sarge. You say that you want EA to fail. Yeah. But yeah. see, BioWare is part of the EA, and I don't want to see BioWare fail because if yeah, BioWare fails – hold on. If BioWare fails, they're gone. 
they're done. It's not like they're going to rebirth themselves as another company. Yeah, they will. No, they that's won't. How, that's, how, that's how it works. No, none of the yeah. other companies that EA has when done, I'm, they're when, all when gone. Other, when other companies shatter, they reform and they build, other people rise up. That's how, that's how an economy works. That's how the market free market works. If you keep the poison in the market, poison keeps being made. If you get rid of the poison, better companies come out. I get it. I don't want to see Bioware go anywhere, but EA's got a track record that's undeniable. It's unde EA's track record is undeniable. They have killed over 13, 14 yeah, companies. More than minimum, that. Yeah. Okay. Minimum. Destroyed them. And they don't give a shit. Yeah. They just take IPs and go. Okay. They're a machine. They're doing what the definition of a corporation is. We what, make money. That's what you, it. What do you? I get it. What do you I think? I just, I just thought about it. What about if um. If. What would it take? Why couldn't Bioware? I know they're under contract, right? But like Bungie just did, right? They're taking the IP of Destiny and getting it away from Activision so they can be their own publishers. To because be a, they don't want to be influenced well, hold, anymore. Yeah, but hold on a second. A being a publisher, it back in the day was literally printing out the discs and and sending them and shipping them and taking that cost and eating it and and, and doing that, right? They don't have right, enough not money. Putting, not not putting your three cents in it every two seconds. Right, right. No, but what I'm saying is. Why can't a company like Bioware right now do their own publishing in this day and age with everything's digital, right? You don't need you don't need a lot of money to I mean you do if you want to do physical copies. But if they just went digital, right, with their with their game and said, I want to make our game and we're going our own publishing route and it's only digital, right? Like everyone on Steam's their own well, I guess they're paying Steam to be the public well, they're not publishers, they're just they're just a platform. Why can't more companies just be their own publisher now, especially with the way that digital games is working? You know what I'm saying? What do you guys think, chat? Like, why do you, why, why couldn't a company like that publish their own games but just digitally? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it it, yeah, it seems there's no cost out there anymore. Yeah, it's not just about the game. You are paying salaries. Well, you're, are, paying they, the they're you're paying for the advertisement. You're paying for the salaries, yeah. development costs. That's part of what the publisher also does. Mm. It's not like a book company publisher. Okay, that's why. Listen, I, I believe that Bungie took the money that they that they have gotten to create this other game for Japan, for for not Japan. I'm sorry, for the East, for the East market, for the market in the East. How you want to look at the China market? Okay, they took that money, and they know. That, that, uh, listen, you you have to know as a developer what kind of development costs for a specific game are going to be right so if they got a sweet deal that the, a company gave them money to make a mobile game for the east market and they know what the development costs are they're probably using the other the other money and not giving it away as bonuses or flying to tahiti for six months okay but are using that money to fund making the game that they want to make right. and right, right. fund destiny and pull away from activision they're trying to pull away, so they're paying their own people, okay? Then when they release their game, whether it has microtransactions or not, I'm, sure, I'm assuming it would have to in order for them to be stable because you can't have just an influx of money when the game releases and then it's over, right? right. That money has to carry you over until your next game comes out, which is probably three to five years, right? right? But a mobile game, you could probably knock out in 18 months. If it's a really good one, I'm pretty sure the development costs are much lower, and then they can fund the project that they want to do that they said they wanted to do. Remember that 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 notice was snuck in there. Right. They 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 have a bid from the from an Asian company to make a game, but on top of that, they had said that they want to make this other game that they want to make. Okay. 
And so that's the goal for them now. Okay, that's why they're pulling away from Activision. I'm, listen, I'm happy. I'm happy they made the decision to pull away from Activision. Right. Right. Now, if Dice would only pull away from EA, we might actually have a World War II shooter. Right. Why isn't that working? Is it not in the system? Listen, what, what, what if, what if we got together? This, this is totally hypothetical, bro. What if we got together? And we made a video game. No, I don't want to make a video game. I want to be the publisher. I want to just, I want to get fan money, put it together, and have the top developers make a game that they want to make, and then let's just make it. I'm not putting microtransactions. You guys, but why would the publishers want to make? Yeah, but how would you be the publisher if, if, if it's crowdfunded? The crowd is the publishers, no, right? No, no, the crowd, the crowd gets to have the game. Well, right, you're getting it for a the cheaper, crowd, cheaper. The crowd gets to have the game. Yeah, well, it's just like Kickstarter. It's like a Kickstarter, or Patreon, or yeah, fund, go, 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 go yeah, Minus, minus all the evil shit. Right. I mean, that's a way. That's the way it could go. You never know. I mean, just the way the certain things are are going in the industry right now. Telltale, Telltale problem is really simple, Enco. Telltale is a, a microcosm of what happened to the gaming market back in the 1980s. Is there were too many games out? They were all the same. Uh, everyone got the market was saturated. Uh, the term of uh, what, what do they call it? Exhaustion, uh, fatigue. Uh, telltale fatigue set in, and nobody was buying the games anymore. And they still had to pay out all these people. They were they were working on multiple projects, and they weren't getting paid. So that's pretty much it. They, Enco, they, over, they, they overextended. And Enco, I, I thought when that was all happening, I, I, I put a tweet out there uh, to, to Microsoft, and I was like, Microsoft. I was like, come on, man. Pick them up. right? Because they were looking for developers to pick up for indie, indie companies. The whole company, EA, uh, Microsoft could have picked that company up, okay? And they, they could have made it a game pass. It, it could have been strictly on xbox and it's strictly on game pass and they could get all the advertisers and all the stuff that they needed to do you know the endorsers and stuff yeah for the different ips for marvels and all this other stuff yeah, under the umbrella what they could have did one a year they were yeah. trying to do like three or four years no, that's like, what i'm what saying it, it would have been perfect for the game pass if if microsoft picked up that studio but i think because the studio just it was tarnished. It was just – it was bad, and they were just like, you know what? Just let it die. I said they could also take those people – speaking of like Bioware folding and never coming back – but they could have taken all those people, brought them into Microsoft under a new company, and then made those type of games, right, just underneath a different name. They could have done that as well. I was sad because I like the Telltale games. I was playing all of them. I, I really did like them. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about the mobile market for a second, right? You, you wanted to talk about the mobile gaming of – of of aliens, right? We talked about Diablo oh, yeah. a couple of weeks right. ago. So so many months ago, we discussed how, or Diablo. we we discussed. I made a prediction that I said wait until wait until 2019 starts, and companies in general are going to start taking classic IPs that everyone loves, and they're going to start turning them into mobile games, right? And lo and behold, first one of the year, Alien Insurrection. Is now a mo is going to be a mobile game on the phone, and and okay, you know the Alien games had a good run in the beginning up until Colonial Marines, and if anyone was old enough to remember what happened to Colonial Marines, because I know gaming age is different yes. than normal age, terrible. But that was a that was a shit show. That was it was a shit show. It was an absolute shit show. And so they basically killed the Alien IP. So now, 
Oh, it's Fox. It's it's W. It's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers or Fox or Fox Warner Brothers. One or the other is it has a development studio, and they're making up the Aliens game for the mobile. So now, I see why they're doing it, and it's financially sound for them to do it because number one, development costs are low. If they make a decent game, enough people with a mobile phone will probably try it, and then the microtransactions in the game that you know are going to be there are going to be purchased. So at least you know they're going to make their money back and then some, depending on how good the game is. <clears throat> Problem is, it runs into the same thing as Diablo. People who people who love those kind of IPs and want to play that game don't give a shit about a fucking mobile game right. with that with that title on it. I if I if if I'm a true gamer and I have a thirty five hundred dollar four thousand dollar computer. I'm running everything ultra whatever. I got multiple screens. I got my headphones on. I am immersed in the world that I bought. That's what I'm doing, okay? What the hell am I doing with a game like this? I'm trying to pass the time while I'm on the toilet or waiting for a doctor's appointment. I'm playing Diablo on my phone, okay? Right. It's bullshit. Nobody cares, okay? Wow. <laughs> the Asian market cares. So they're making it for the Asian market. That's terrific. Good for you. However... The people that supported the game made it what it is for you guys to go make a shit game for somebody else. Okay. You guys need to pay attention because when the cows start to leave and we don't give a shit about your game anymore, then that's when we have gaming crashes. That's when we have game tech zone crashes where people just don't give a shit. <clears throat> your game sucks. Your IP sucks. It's the same shit. You're not innovating. There hasn't been any innovation. Okay. Virtual reality is supposed to be the next innovation. We all know that not it's not games. time for it yet for because games. they don't have the hardware, the convenience, right. the price point for it to work. Right. We are not at Ready Player One yet. We're not there yet. Okay. I want Ready Player One. Trust me. I want to be in the game. I, I come home. I talk to nobody. Put the damn helmet on. See you tomorrow. Like, I can't wait for that day. Okay. I can't wait. Yeah. If they okay. However, we're not there yet. So the only innovation that's happening right now, and just do the research, guys. I've been looking at shit now for months, okay? The only way that the, the, the tech sector can innovate is by lowering costs. And the only way they can lower costs is by doing mobile games with good IPs, lower development costs, and can charge more per unit because they can have microtransactions in the damn phone. Then when they have their swells of cash, from the shitty game that no one wants to play here, but other people other way are trying to play the game. They're going to fund the next game. That's what they say. They're going to fund the next game for us. That's their theory. Right. Which is bullshit. Okay? Because as soon as you get that much money, all you think about is, is that how, much money. Right. How do I get right? more of this much how money? How do I get right. more of that much money? So if I make a AAA game, right, for you guys who are the hardcore fans who we love, okay, and then... <laughs> And then you guys just decide <laughs> that the game doesn't matter. It's only 20 hours. It has shitty mechanics. It has a good IP name on it. And we we, we pre-ordered it to shit. And we marketed it to shit. And now nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And now no one cares. And you destroy an IP. And the last <laughs> time I checked, guys, there's not too many new IPs going around from big, big game companies. Like, there are a lot of little indie guys. Sequels. And I believe, right, I believe that this is the year for the indie. This is going to be the year where keep, keep your eye out on some indie guys, and they're going to be able to jump up to the next step where they're going to be in position like CD Projekt Red is in. Right. CD Projekt Red, because of The Witcher, is in position now where if Cyberpunk 2077 does really well like they think it's going to do, 
they are going right. to dice level if, and, if, and, and if, rock star levels right, afterwards right. because that's where they're going to be, right? That's the kind of people we want, right? I wouldn't even put I'm, them on dice's level. I would put Rockstar on their level. Right, they're yeah. on Rockstar level, yeah. exactly. But this is this is where we are, guys. I, I, I would start picking, taking bets. Let's I would Everyone start looking up your indie guys that you guys like, the indie games that you guys like, and let's start following them. Let's put them on a list. Okay, and let's see what they're coming out with. I can guarantee you two or three indie companies this year will advance higher to where CD Projekt Red was before Witcher 3. They're going to move up in the world. They're going to move up. <clears throat> and hopefully these other guys who are now changing their mindset from developer to marketeer are going to fail and go away. Right. Just go away, EA. Just go away. Have a guy jump out the window. You, Have a fire in the think... building. What? Taste, just get rid of them. Do you think it's EA? Poison. Do you think EA won't? They won't die, but like you just said, they'll go away. Meaning, they won't make games for consoles anymore. They'll just make it for mobile phones. No, when I when I say when I say die, I want the names no, of no. all the. Yeah, all I, got, I got what you're saying. I want to see where they go and not buy anything that they ever make. No, but what I'm saying is, do you think EA is on the path of? They see like the mobile market, like they have so many games. They have like the Sim City and the Sims on mobile, and they have all this stuff, and they're making microtransactions and all this other stuff uh, on the mobile devices. Just, just named all the IPs that they destroyed. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, Go yeah. no, they have Theme Park. They have a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, instead of like even even Blizzard and Activision, right? I, I said this on a, on, a, on one of my little GXG micro episodes that I do on the audio podcast on on Anchor. Um, that I said, what if we can't see? the forest through the trees, right? Like the companies like Activision and Blizzard right now, they know there's a change in the market. We're older, right? We're older, right? They see that the younger people are using their phones, right? Like the the Pokemon Go, they're making more games like that. They're doing a whole bunch of stuff. They're they brain see, dead, they don't read. Right, or whatever, whatever it is. They see the market changing before we do, right? So when they announced, when they announced uh, Diablo Immortal, Okay, we're like, what the fuck? Your whole player base is 97% PC-based users. Like, how can you be so blind to this? They already know what their market is, right? They already know that their market of four years from now, the people that are 13 are going to be 18 years old, and they're going to be playing these games up on the mobile phone because mobile phones are going to be doing something else and more. They see that. We don't see that, right? They see the market trend that's, that's changing. They see mobile phones, and there's a mobile phone out that's coming out. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's, it's Humu, Huma 20X, whatever it is. Yeah. It's it's more powerful than the Switch, right? Now, Nintendo came out with the Switch two years ago, right? There's a cell phone that's more powerful. It's got more technology in the cell phone than the, Twi uh, the Switch has where they can play high-end games and stuff like that. So maybe, and I'm not on anybody's side here, but maybe Blizzard, maybe Activision or Activision Blizzard, when they take all their IPs like Overwatch, because they see the popularity of Fortnite. Fortnite put it on mobile, right? They're like, hey, PUBG put it on mobile. They took the same game, dumbed it down a little bit with graphically, and put it on the mobile phone. It's in everyone's hand because of the convenient factor, right? How many times are you walking around, no matter where you are, and you're like, you're on your phone, right? You're on the shitter. You're playing a game of uh, fucking Tetris, right? You're on. You're on. You're doing something at the post office. You're at the DMV. You're playing a game of, you know, Diablo Mortal, whatever. Hearthstone. 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 You're you're playing all this stuff, right? You're playing Pokemon Go. You're walking around Disney World, brain dead. You're walking around. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that are happening right now in front of our faces 
that we just can't see because we are we are the old gamers going I want a console, I want a PC, I want a, I want a game. I want to take my advantage of my 4K television set. Right, I want immersion. Right, I want immersion where I can shut the lights off, stick there, not do this. Because now my five-inch screen is now a hundred feet tall because it's like 10, sec 10, 10 inches, ten centimeters from my face, right? So maybe we don't see that, and they do, right? So they see the market ahead. So what I'm saying is, is EA could be take all their stuff because FIFA is already on mobile, right? Madden is already on mobile. They already have microtransactions and stuff already there. They're making millions of dollars, billions of dollars already on yeah, the microtransactions. Will it be? So maybe. Their mentality is this, okay? When someone hires me for a job in the film industry, I call them out and I say, hey, they're like, how much is your day rate? And I tell them X amount of number, right? And they're like, ooh, we can't do that, right? Can you do it for this amount? And I go, okay, even though the number that they're giving me now is actually what I wanted, but I overshot it, so they would lowball me back down to the normal price, right? So now I'm getting the actual price. And if they, if they said more, it's a, it's a win-win for me, right? And they think they're winning because they're getting me for such a good price, even though I'm already telling them my price. You know what I'm saying? That's what the company is doing right now. They're making these games, okay? They're making these games, and they're making the console games suck or be unfinished. And people are like, you know what? I don't want to buy these anymore. And then EA goes, see, console games are just not selling anymore. That's why we went for the mobile market. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? They're they're tanking. Uh, listen, I get it. It's they're because costs it. are lower. Costs are lower. Right. We can make more money by put because everybody's got a phone now. It doesn't take a genius to figure out. And it's just a right? convenient factor. That's right. That's right. Everybody on the planet has a phone, people. Right. That's it's why not, it's not a console per house. That's it's why a console per, per person. person. That's why that's and and the best part is they didn't make it, right? They didn't make right. They didn't they make the hardware. Yeah, they, they didn't make the hardware. Them. Everyone else is making the hardware. They're just making the software and then making billions of dollars off each each person, right? That's why the guy said, what? You guys don't have phones? You, everyone has a phone, right? Except Anko that doesn't have a phone. But, like, like everyone has a cell phone. Everyone in some way, shape, or phone, this. He doesn't have a phone. <laughs> right? He's the 1% person that doesn't have a cell phone, which is fine. Okay? But think about if one person – how many cell phones are out in the world, Right? How many people are there? Well, there's more people if, if than cell phones. If there's, but... if there's six billion people, we'll get rid of like tw we'll get rid of like eighteen percent or like children, children. Right. So but... we'll say five point something billion people on the planet. Everyone's got a phone. Right. And if they don't have a phone, they have an iPad. Except for the except for the tribes down in in, in, in some place in some place that we don't know about. All right. So four point nine billion people have phones. Right. At a dollar at a dollar a piece. Right. Boom. <laughs> Boom. So I think that's I think that's where they're going. I think they see so much so. That Activision, for our next story, here we're changing it up, talking about microtransactions and little things. Activision did the scummiest move in the history of video games, in my opinion. They're charging $1 for a red dot. Okay, now I talked about this again on the micro episode, but I want to hear what Sarge has to say about the red dot incident and what it means, because it does mean a lot of things. What does it yeah. mean for the gaming industry? Okay, so if you guys don't think for... for for one moment that they didn't do that completely on purpose just to see who would buy it. Like that's, as that's a, a literal slap in the as, face. As like, a joke, right. right? As a joke. The guy's sitting around in the office and going like, 
You know, I'm tired of all this microtransaction bullshit. I could sell anything. Okay, Steve, what do you want to do? I'll put a fucking red reticule on the goddamn store. Get the fuck out of here. You're not going to put a red dot. I, I bet you I make a million dollars on <laughs> right, it. I right. bet you I do. And they're like, I'll take that bet. Yeah. And they put it on there. They put it on These there. These guys put a, they put a reticule on the Black Ops store fucking for a dollar. Steve, man. A red reticule for your gun. Fucking Steve. He like, said he could get a million dollars for this. Yep. That's on the gun already. Like, it's in the game. What yeah. are you talking about for a dollar? But they want to see who will buy it. Yep. As a matter of fact, I'm interested now to see who bought it. Yep. I want to see sales numbers. <laughs> because if anyone bought that shit at all, okay, if if, 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 if 100,000 of them bought it, like, it's still a win for them because they threw a dot <laughs> on the screen and you bought it for a dollar. You me are a fucking tool. Let, let me tell you, you something. You are a tool. <laughs> let me tell you something. If, if you, if, you, look, if you, you paid when you, the, when you do ads when you look up at the gun like this right and you see the little reticule and the, you know, the little the cursor right the red dot the red dot you put on the uh, your aiming thing yeah that's what it is that's what the red dot does it's on the gun yeah 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 red dot sight yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly for a dollar well hold on one second guys because yeah. I I, I want to do something for you guys because I guys, think you guys I think if you guys not, insulted somebody get mad like you insult me activision you fucking insult me here if you guys I'm, if you guys I'm gonna, I'm gonna start shitting in boxes and mailing them to ea and activision i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna actually mail my feces to the fucking company i swear to god i swear to god i'm gonna hold, do it hold on one second i'm trying i'm trying to you know find the mad shitter i'll be known as the mad shitter i'm trying to find where i did this hold on one second because if i if i knew this joke was happening i would have had it i would have had it set i would have had it set Okay, if you if you guys bought if you guys bought a uh, a red dot, I want I want you guys to, and you paid a dollar. You can admit it to me. It's okay. I I want you right now to I put a red dot on the screen. Here you go. Uh, if you give me one dollar right now, I will mail this red dot to you. It uh it's I didn't even take out the PNG file in the back. It's just a red dot on the screen. If you paid for a red dot, I will send you a red dot sticker. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for one dollar <laughs> you know what i mean it's fucking ridiculous it's so bad that they said that they could sell this red dot and everyone's like oh look at that it's so what a fucking retarded thing to do let's they did it let, let, let's let's do it let's let's do it uh let's put the red dot in there and i'm gonna go what's this i'm gonna show them i'm gonna buy it and then show someone look what i bought look what i bought in the store it's a red dot it's a red dot in my sight and i'm just i want to i want to punch you in the face because you're the problem. You're the problem and why the gaming industry is a fucking trash heap of fire, bonfire going on here. Because if you spent a dollar on a red dot that was already in the game, you just showed them, okay? You just showed them that they can sell anything to you. You'd be like, oh, look, the shoelaces. Let's sell the shoelaces on the guy's character. Uh, let's put Velcro things on there. Let's put – think about where it can go from here. Right? They could literally sell anything. you anything. You want more trees in your map? You want to make it look more thing? We'll, we'll sell it to you for a dollar, dollar trees. You can change your dollar trees. Like, absolutely fucking stupid. It's dumb. Dumb. And if you're in my chat and you bought a red dot, I'm telling you right now, you're stay stupid. Quiet. You're stupid. Stay quiet. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to stay quiet. Otherwise, you're okay. banned. Because that, you're, you're that, banned. that to me is absolutely absurd. Okay? The company just showed you they have no no respect for you whatsoever. They're like, I could literally sell you anything and you're gonna buy it for a dollar. It's absolutely absurd. It's absolutely absurd. I think it, God, I, I, I get so angry over a red dot just because it's not just a red dot. It's not it's just not. a red dot. It's not just it's a red not. dot. It's so much more. 
than what it is. It's just so much more that they can sell you anything now. And games are just going to go down the shitter more and more. They're going to put less in the game and charge you more for everything, right? Call of Duty, you had to pay 100 Correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone in, owns Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty. But it was $50 or $60 for the main game, okay? And then it was $50 for the rest of the game, which is what? It's either $90 or $110 to pay for the full-fledged part of the game. And then they put microtransactions, I'm sorry, macro transactions into the game, okay? Where the, you pay for an actual thing to get, sort of like Fortnite. Fortnite's free, though. I hate it, but it's free, okay? But you still have to pay $28 in Fortnite to put a whole ranking system in front of you, and if you don't hit rank 100, you can pay more money day at 100 before it ends in, in 12 weeks, okay? Call of Duty's one stepped them up. They said, pay $8 to get this quest, okay? And then you have to rank up, and it takes you 300 hours, 300 hours to get a skin of a face paint. Okay, it's absolutely absurd, absurd. And if you guys are are willing to pay a dollar for this shit, this is why this is why the gaming industry is because there's a there's a sucker born a minute. There's a sucker born a minute, and unfortunately, all those suckers now are about thirteen years old. Okay, all those all those suckers are thirteen years old, and they're waiting for and, them, and they're waiting, and 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 they have mommy's credit card or a gift card. Or don't bother me, kid. Here, here. Let me put you. Here's twenty dollars. Yeah, go away. Here's twenty dollars. I put it on your thing. Thanks for taking out the trash. Here, here's twenty dollars. Put it on your car. Look, look what I got with my twenty dollars. Got a, I got a red dot from Call of Duty. It's so stupid, isn't it? So stupid. As they say that, I just wonder if they think that to themselves. Like, yeah, it's so stupid. I bought the fucking thing, right? <laughs> to be a sucker, but I won't allow him. And that, and I applaud you. I applaud you for being a a a, a good parent. My four year old wants everything, right? He wants everything. He sees something. I want that. I want that. Can I have that? Can I have that? No, you can't have that. Why? Because it's not worth the thing that you want. Okay. He, there's a toy. There's a toy he buys. I'm like, look, that's a, that's a crap toy. Look, I rip off the door. I go, look, is that a good toy? He's like, no. I put the door back on, and he goes, no, nah, I don't want that. That's a bad toy. And he walks out of the store, right? Because I know what a good toy is. I. I I hate to do it to my my dad. My dad's like, "What about if I get this for 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 your son?" I'm like, "I'm like, that's a crap, that's a crap toy. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need that. It's a it's, that's a crap toy. Get him a good toy, like a, a good built toy. You know what I'm saying?" So that's that's the the mobile market and the red dot market. Let's talk about another trash heap. Since we're taking out the garbage today, Sarge, let's talk about Atlas and oh God. early access. Oh my god! Okay. It's not e that's not even a game, bro. It's okay. a skin. So it's a skin of if, of, of fucking Ark. It's if, not even a game. If if you guys don't know the story of Atlas, Atlas was premiered at the Video Game Awards, which we watched together here on the mixer on Mixer, on Generation X Gaming, and they showed this trailer, and the trailer was phenomenal. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up this trailer. It'll probably get taken down, but I honestly don't care. Uh, just just a quick sidebar before you start talking about that. Yep, yep. I watched I watched New Year's Eve with Ninja when I was at work, right? And the fact <laughs> that they used him to try to cross the bridge between, I guess, millennials and like everybody else to put him on there for like the youth to watch the yeah. New Year's thing. Yeah. Showed right away that number one, New Yorkers don't give a shit about. So don't give a shit about nothing. <laughs> New Yorkers don't give a shit about anyone about anything. And he thought he could be himself in front of a crowd that doesn't know who doesn't the fuck know, he is. Right, right. Right. 
So that is a that is a misstep. And twelve on people, twelve million people know who he is on Twitch, and he's a nobody in New York. And he's a nobody in New York. That's right. what we're saying. Right. 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 That's the difference between what the demographic of your crowd is. Okay. I get it. I get it. Please continue. All right. So here's I, I'm not going to play the music. Okay. But I'm going to show you. This is the trailer they showed. Okay. This is the trailer they showed. You got everyone's everyone's a person there, right? The the buildings are, are built, and there's community, and the ships are being built, and there's organ. There's a, there's just so much life to this game, and it looks so good. Look at it. Oh man, I can get a horse. Look at that. Did you start that fire? Look at that guy's got an ox. Oh my god, it's fucking snowing. There's like fireworks going off. Oh, it's a Christmas event. Oh, there's waterfalls. Look at that. He's gonna go I off be, the edge. I could be a penguin. You could be anything you want, Sarge. It's all by the imagination. It's anything you could build and do, man. You can do it in this game. You can like do it. People, Look, you can people, row the, the boat. You have to build it all, right? Yeah, you build everything. Build Everything's built by the people. Everything in this game is built. Look at that. Look at that giant boat. See, Thieves doesn't have that shit. Look at that. Look at that boat. Look how wide that is. That's a wide ass boat. That's thick. That's a thick boat. Look at that. Look at the sails. It's got it's got twelve sails on it. Look at that thing. Twelve sails. Big 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 guy in the background. You're sailing the open seas. Man, it's fucking fantastic. Look at this. It's amazing. Oh, look at a pirate ship battle going on. Ah, oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Looks awesome. But what game it's is amazing. this? It's amazing. It's amazing. What game is this? This is Atlas, man. This is what yeah. they showed. This is this what is, everyone. This is basically they were trying to steal people from Sea of Thieves, Look right? At this. That's what sea of Thieves. They were trying to steal their games from everybody. Look at this. They got tornadoes, water it's spouts like in the World water. Of Warcraft and Pirate World. Oh, it's amazing, man. Oh, it's skull. Awesome. If you want Skull and Bones, World of Warcraft, Sea of Thieves, any game Ooh. that you could think of. Uh, getting excited conan can look at the action me, pack can you can you show me what the game actually looks like look at this no this is it sarge this is what it actually looks like this is what yeah. it is wait wait for the trailer to end i'll show you i'll show you what my experience was <clears throat> right here it is man look at this they're looking for treasure Woo! exciting it's amazing look they're this is up, uh, thieves it's, all over again look at this it looks amazing it does look amazing he can do a wheel fucking limp look, stock look truck. I can't believe it. Fucking four-headed dragon, Medusa, giant, Medusa? giant whales oh God, in the dude. Arctic. Look at this. How, like It's like Skyrim. You, wait a minute. Let's back up the truck. How do you fight Medusa? It's like you turn Skyrim. Stone. You turn look, the stone right away. That. Oh, gee, that's ship. original pirate boats. Pir oh, look at the one. dinosaurs. Oh, my pirate God. Pirate boats and dinosaurs? Uh, Somebody give me a... Every every credit card immediately. Every every thirteen year old is learning how to jerk off right now. I mean, they are just all over this. This is fantastic. Look at this. You can build your boats. Oh, it's amazing. You can fly. You can fly. You can you can. Oh my do god, that was parkour. Tom Cruise doing the rock climb. That's Tom Cruise. Look, there's fucking uh, uh, Sonar the Dolphin. You can have in there. Oh, you have the Kraken oh, there. Look at yeah, that Kraken. It looks familiar. Got oh, a, fleet a of whole ships. fleet. This is amazing, Ooh, man. Got a clan, got a fleet of ships. It's this is fantastic. If I, I was fifteen right now, I would have lost I, my if, mind. If I was if I was fifteen and had no life and it can do this for about three thousand hours to get to this point, I would it, love this. It would be amazing. I look at love... this. Look at this. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh, oh, oh dude, look at this. But you, but, you, you... but let's see. Let's see what it actually looks like. Yep. Okay, let's see what it actually looks like. I'm a. I'm a. Going down. Look Atlas. Game Dragons. Game. Can they put a few more things in there? Can you can you put a few more things in there? Mythology, pirates, dinosaurs, dragons. Like I don't know who's here. I'll give credit to where it is. I don't know who this is. This is uh, Syntac. Syntac is playing. He's probably far, a little farther in the game. He, maybe he just started. We'll fast forward a little bit. This is the actual gameplay, Sarge. Right here. This is it. He's uh, he's running. He's running in the in the field. He's. 
He's probably looking for herbs to sell at market. Look at this. Look at all the action that's going on right now. He's looking for the herbs to sell to market, do you, though. Do you see the dinosaurs? Can you see it? Can you see the... There was one right there. Can you see Medusa? Can you see... Well, like, well he's not high enough for Medusa the yet. The giant though. pirate ship that he he's created? Not, he's, not, he's not in a clan right now, dude. It's amazing. Look at look at this. Look what he's doing. Look at all the tools he's got. There, look, there you go. Look up, look up Atlas Trailer versus Reality, bro. Is, is that what it is? Give me a yeah, link. Atlas, Give me a link, Duplass. Give me a link, Duplass. Atlas versus reality. And, and if you guys it, it, just just bold face lie, Actually, to I'll people. take. I got it. I got it. I got it. Like got it. it's just bold face lie to people. Like straight up, don't give a shit. Like we don't give a shit. Some kid's gonna buy this. We don't have a return policy. Fuck them. Like that's that's your mentality. Like that is not the game. That is not the game. Is, is this it? Uh, hold on. Let's see. No. I ran out of scotch during the holidays. This, I, really need, this, I, I really need to drink for this podcast. This okay. is insane. All right, here we go. This is the the actual. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put. There it is. This is the the trailer versus reality. Check it out. Oh, we'll get advertisers there. There you go. <clears throat> That's the trailer. This is the trailer. Look at it. Awesome. Reality. Reality. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that giant ship, huh? Well, well, he's not, he doesn't have enough money to buy a full ship. Look how yet. smooth that water is. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, there's the there's the five-headed dragon with a oh, giant the hydra. Oh, look uh. what they're look what they're fighting. Look at that guy. Look at him. He looks really real. Look at that. It's crazy. Oh my god. Look, look at, at that serpentine. Like cobra? That yeah, serpentine is cobra. amazing, man. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, hammerhead shark. Oh, hammerhead shark. This there guy's it going is. fishing. What's there he going to catch? What's he got? Oh, he's gonna, there's oh, there's the hammerhead. Oh, Oh, he's riding them and a jellyfish. A jellyfish. jellyfish. <laughs> While this is playing, while this is playing in the background, I want to say what they did. So they announced Atlas at e, uh, at the at the award show, and they had they said it's going to happen on December twenty first, right? What? Well, no, it's thirteenth. The thirteenth. There's a countdown timer. And everything, everyone came on. There was 155,000 people waiting in Twitch to see everyone and their and their favorite streamer stream this game. And then the, they said, nope, sorry, uh, can't get the servers up. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. So then they came back on Friday, and they did it again. They hyped it up, and they put the timer back up, and they, and they went, nope, um, can't do it. Servers are down. Uh, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow. So they, they, they did it again, and then they did it again on Saturday. And then... They couldn't get into the servers for like a week, okay? Crashing server. I played this a little bit. I played it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it off the screen now because I can't I can't I can't I can't take it anymore. I played it for a little bit. I I couldn't get I couldn't do anything. I literally spawned in, okay? I spawned in and ran to go farm some you know tools, just standard tools. I didn't have a tool. I was picking up sticks and stones and stuff, but I needed I needed thatch, and I was punching a tree, and when you punch the tree, your guy gets weaker, right? And then he starts to get thirsty, and then he starts to get hungry. So then I, I was able to build a spear, and I got the spear, and I started stabbing a bull, right? And the bull was ten high, times higher than me, and he just murdered me, and I lost everything. So then I spawned in again. I ran back to get my thing, but someone already came by and stole my spear. So then I had to go punch a tree and pick up rocks and sticks again. And I started punching it again and doing all this thing. And then I saw a different cow and I hit the cow. And then the bull came over and smashed me and killed me again. And then I ran back from the start again, came back, did it again, 
finally made an axe. I got the axe. I started hitting the, the bull again. And then a, uh, I think it was a snake came over and poisoned me and killed me. And then I came back again and I did it again. And I had like six bodies down on the ground. I just kept doing this. And I was like, man, this solo play is amazing. Right? <laughs> that this, sounds uh, incredible. It sounds absolutely. That sounds incredible, It sounds bro. absolutely amazing. And I finally, I actually got a hat on. I, I built enough stuff where I could get an axe, a pickaxe, and a spear. And I had, I had meat and a hat. And I had a piece of cloth on my hat. Okay? And I was, now I was starving. I made it to the point where I actually didn't die. But now I was starving and thirsty. And I drank the water. But then I got poisoned because it was salt water. Okay? And I didn't have the thing to filter the water, so I died. And then I had to do it all over again. And then I ate a piece of meat, and the meat was spoiled because I had to make a fire, but I couldn't make a fire, right? So then I died. I died 17 times. 17 times I never got past the starting beach. I was like, this is dumb. I had almost the same experience in ARC when it came out. Now, for those of you that don't know what happened when this first launched, people launched, and they used their Xbox controller – and they, they scrolled down past the menu. So it was like Atlas, and then it was like Options, and then it was like Load Game, and then there was something underneath. And it didn't show it, but it went off the screen. So someone hit X, and then voila, the ARC screen came up. Okay? And then they datamined it, and they said, oh, well, this was a skin for ARC. So it was a DLC for ARC, okay, that they decided to make a full-fledged game. And early access release it, and they charge $35 for this. Thank God I got a free access code for this. And I gave one away to Tweak. I don't know if Tweak is in there. I want to know what Tweak, if Tweak, if Tweak, if you're here still, tell me if what your, uh, you know, what your experience was, if it was different than mine, if you were enjoying it. But mine was absolutely terrible. Um, <clears throat> they, they, it was just an utter shit show that they did this. Now, these are the same people when they came out with ARC. These are the same people that charged you full DLC prices for a game that wasn't even out like six months and they were charging you for DLC and yep. then raised the price once it went – okay, once it raised up to uh, to full release two years later. Now, they did say Atlas is in early access and that it's going to be in early access for two years. Now, I get what – I, I get – I've been watching some people. I watch Burt Black on, on Twitch. He plays it relentlessly. And his experience is much different than mine. But he also has uh, like 300,000 followers and multiple servers and multiple people to play with. And they just pound things out and build shit and get together because they, they can all make it. Solo play is absolutely garbage. Absolute garbage. It's more garbage than garbage itself. It's the new term. So when I take out – I'm not taking out the trash anymore. I'm taking out yeah, Atlas. Atlas. I'm, I'm taking, taking out Atlas. I'm taking Atlas out. Right. I'm taking Atlas out. Okay. That's how that's how big of a shit show. It was so much of a shit show that Fallout 76, I thought by far. Now, I played 110 hours of Fallout 76. Okay. I could talk shit about this game because I put 110 hours into this game. The I don't even know if I should be your brother anymore. The, the Fallout game. 76, okay, was a, was, a, was, a, was a dumpster fire. But it was, uh, it was a trash can fire. It was a trash can fire, right? And then Atlas came out and was like, no, man, you know what? You see that Fallout 76? We can outdo them. I think we should release our game before the end of the year and take it from them because then we'll get more press than, than that. And they were like, well, we didn't get enough press. I know. Let's launch the game, put a countdown timer on it, and then pull it. 
and then do it again tomorrow so we get more views and more things so we get more people to talk about it like we don't know what we're doing and we're just madmen. they they stole the spot from fallout 76 it's i don't know man i think it's a combination i think 76 is a is a is a uh like a tire fire like and then and then atlas is a garbage dump fire like that's the difference it's like a tire fire like a tire fire very hard to put out a tire fire ask any fireman tire fire very hard to put out right a lot of petroleum inside the inside the tires they burn for a long time and so the 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 tire fire that is fallout 76 is going to burn long before they before anyone forgets about it it's going to burn long atlas is a dumpster fire it's like i can't believe you released this blah 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 and everyone was going to forget about it they're going to forget about atlas like they're going to forget about the ex-girlfriend like a tire fire is going to go on march coming up in march march 31st someone's going to go like Man, did they release a patch for Fallout 76 yet? Well, just they did. They, him, they actually released one today. Flames. They did release one today. <clears throat> now, now, mind you, I I, saw, I talked about this on on uh, the GXG micro episode as well for Fallout 76. I said, look, maybe we should take take a step back from Fallout 76. I'm not defending them in any way, shape, or form, but I'm, I'm putting a statement out there saying, look, these guys have made Morwin, Oblivion. Fallout 3, game, Skyrim, Fallout 4, they've made five, six games, two games which were games of the year, Fallout 3 and Skyrim, games of the year. Okay. Well, actually, Mor- Morrowind was too. And, uh, and, I don't know uh, if Morrowind was that year because it yeah. came out the same year as uh, – no, it came out the same year as Grand Theft Auto 3 or Back 4. checking. Yeah, go ahead. The only two games of the year they had were Fallout 3 and, and Skyrim. I can tell you. I, I, I did the research. But look it up. It's fine. Um the problem is they had all these games that were great games. Now, Bethesda always has the bugs. They always have the Bethesda bugs, right? And we always give them a pass on the Bethesda bugs, like the dragons flying backwards and the Fallout 3 with people with the head stretching and stuff like that. There, there are things like that. But it's not game-breaking. They're like it's, you're so immersed in the world when something like that happens. You're like, oh, it's amazing. And the modding community was really good with it and stuff as well. Now they have Fallout 76, and it was like a dumpster fire. Right, and people are like, "Well, that's it. Bethesda's done with the company." And I, I want to say, slow your roll. All right, why, why is it that everyone shits on someone when they do something wrong? It's like, would you like to be treated that way as a person? Like you do a thousand things right, and then the one time you fuck up, everyone's like, "Well, yeah, you fucked up." But that's, but that's not what this is. This is a blatant attempt. To get into the microtransaction market, it's well, a they're the first one. No, but they're the first ones to start those, the microtransactions. Those perk cards, those perk cards, they were transactions. Were, were, those are transactions. There's no fucking yeah. way you think for one minute that those yeah. cards were not microtransactions. Yeah. When cards. they were producing the game, that those I I guarantee they were just like Fallout Shelter. You open they up the. Wanted, they wanted the piece of their online service games. They wanted a yeah. piece of the pie, yeah. and they released that shit too early because they were greedy <laughs> as fuck. I I personally think that Fallout seventy six was DLC for Fallout four, and that's why when they when they actually data mined it and they they showed all the stuff that's from fallout 4 repurposed for fallout 76 i honestly think that fallout 76 was named like something virginia okay uh um west virginia dlc like far harbor okay and because they decided to bring it back and make it a multiplayer because multiplayer was supposed to be in fallout 4 and it didn't it didn't launch they scrapped the whole project and they redid it for fallout 76 and I guarantee you, I have no proof, I'm just speculating on this, but because the assets are in there and they had to get it out quick, I think that this was supposed to be a DLC like Far Harbor and all this other stuff. <laughs> Instead, they released it on its own, and that that's that's what it is, right? Right. 
West Virginia Mountain Mama DLC. That's what it is. Honest to God. And I think they say, you know what? Because this is a standalone, this is the DLC that we canceled, why don't we just make this Virginia much bigger, right? So then you can be like, this is the biggest game we've ever created, okay? And we can charge the full price of $60. I think they went wrong there. I think they could have said if Fallout 76 was early access, like an ARC or like an Atlas, and they told the people ahead of time, Fallout 76, multiplayer, early access, 30 bucks. I don't think this all would have started. All this no, this, this whole shit would have started. I, but who's in charge, bro? Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not a game developer that's in charge, bro. <clears throat> no, it's a marketing madman who thinks he's gonna squeeze the titty of the cow too hard and get as much milk as he wants. And the, and everyone was like this. Every gamer on the planet was like, "Get the hell out of here with this game." I'm gonna I'm gonna play this this clip of Steve Jobs. It's an interview. And it says product people should get promoted over sales marketing people. This is a two-minute long video. I'm going to play it right now. Because the, the technology crashed and burned at Xerox. And what? They used to call the – what's that? No, I was just – Why? Yeah, why? Oh, very – I actually thought a lot about that. And uh, I, I learned more Listen about carefully. that with John Scully later on. And I, I think I understand it now pretty well. What happens is, like with John Scully, um, John came from PepsiCo. And they, they at most would change their product, you know, once every 10 years. I mean, to them, a new product was like a new size bottle, right? Just picture so if you were a product what he's talking person, about in the gaming industry. You couldn't change the course of that company very much. So who influenced the success of PepsiCo? The sales and marketing people. Therefore, they were the ones that got promoted, and therefore, they were the ones that ran the company. Well, for PepsiCo, that might have been okay. But... It turns out the same thing can happen in technology companies that get, get monopolies, like, oh, IBM and Xerox. If you were a product person at IBM or Xerox, so you make a better copy or a better computer. So what? When you have a monopoly market share, the company's not any more successful. So the people that can make the company more successful are sales and marketing people, and they end up running the companies. And the product people get driven out of the decision-making forums. And the companies forget what it means to make great products. It Sort of the product sensibility. The product people are the devs in this, in this scenario. The brought them to, the, to that monopolistic position gets rotted out by people running these companies who have no conception of a good product versus a bad product. They have no conception of the craftsmanship that's required to take a good idea and turn it into a good product. And they really have no feeling in their hearts, usually, about wanting to really help the customers. Now, everything he Steve just Jobs said— Steve Jobs for the win! Everything he just said, you can, you can take that and put that exactly, into, yeah. exactly so. into the gaming market. Okay? The, the product people that he was talking about are the devs in, the, in our scenario. Okay? And the marketing people— are the investors that don't know shit about nothing and they change the games just to get everyone else's money. Okay. I miss that man. Fantastic. The company went to shit Apple, after Apple yeah. Apple would have been Apple without him. Yeah. So look what's look what's happening we, to Apple now. We wouldn't be a, we wouldn't be where we are today without that man. Making yep. making the personal computer and, and, and stuff. Maybe someone else would have stepped up. But so can we trade EA's whole existence to bring back Steve Jobs, please? Ah, man, that would be awesome. I would do it. If we had a vote, can we do that? Can we can we invoke something there? 
So that's that's it. That's the where we're gonna leave off. I want to talk a little bit about other things. We had the topless gamer that we we're not gonna bring up. Uh, we, we might bring it up to the next thing, or we might oh. do a separate micro episode uh, on that that you can listen to. So Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live forty three weeks of throughout the year on Thursday nights at eight p.m. Eastern. This is. 2019, this is the very first episode of 2019. This is starting season five. Five years we're starting now uh, on doing this show. If you guys like it, please hit that follow button. Follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey and Twitter. Follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Follow Jen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter. If you guys have any kind of stories that you would like to submit, you can either hit up any of our uh, Twitter accounts or you can go to our Discord channel at 30 and Still Gaming. There's a section that says Generation X Gaming Submit Stories. You can submit your stories there uh, to let us know. Thank you very much for the people that submitted stories. Duplice the Ghost, thank you for the much for, for that. I don't think anyone else uh, had stories for this week, and we didn't go over any of them. But please submit your stories. It helps me out a lot, even though I'm always up on the on the news. But things like that, where he sent me the uh, the bungee the bungee um, statement, uh, was I didn't know about it. So I appreciate that very much. Um, you can listen to the past broadcasts uh, on iTunes or Anchor.fm. Again, please, if you listen to us on iTunes or if you don't listen to us on iTunes, I'm literally begging you to go over to iTunes, okay, if you have an iTunes account, okay, look up Generation X Gaming and rate the episodes. You listen to it live here. You've listened to past broadcasts or anything like that. Put a rating on iTunes. You don't have to put a review. You can, put a, you can write a review if you want, but put a rating. We're trying to get up on the boards because the more it gets up on the boards, that's helping us. Okay, so we can do this. We would love to do this more, right? We would love to do podcasts more and make other shows for you guys. Um, but to do that, we need to get recognized and to get advertisers to uh, to pay. So please give us a rating. Please go watch or listen to on Anchor.fm is a brand new hosting site that we're using. Um, I post things pretty much every day. I missed yesterday's, but I'm going to make tonight. Uh, an episode. I appreciate you guys listening and watching. Anchor.fm, you can go there and follow. You can leave a message for me or Sarge to be on the show, and I can put it in the actual audio podcast if you want. Just let me know if you want it in the actual podcast, or I can take the question and say it myself and say who it was submitted by if you don't want to hear your own voice on air. Uh, other than that, I do appreciate you guys watching and listening. Um, I don't think I'm going to play games tonight. Uh, I'm going to take it easy. i gotta, I got to do some stuff after the show, so there won't be any stream after the show. I do appreciate you very much for listening and watching. You guys have a good night. Thank you. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.